crazy. What's up, world, and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast, where hip hop heads discuss hip hop topics. On this episode, our season finale, the crew will briefly discuss why Drake's new album is getting so much hate. Then we'll dive into an unpopular opinion of one of our co-hosts and discuss and debate whether or not J. Cole can be considered a top five MC of all time. Then the crew will share their personal lists of their favorite five to ten hip hop albums of 2022 so far and dive into our mid-year best albums list and why we included the albums and artists that we did. Then for our album Face Off, we'll be putting Malpractice by Redman against Anarchy by Buster Rhymes and weigh in on which album we felt was better and why. And then the crew will share what they've been bumping for the week. So with that, please kick back and enjoy the show. Did you get the email I sent you a few days ago? Um, well, uh, let me let me see if I did. It was like I, I forgot to give you the heads up on it. But what's good, man? How's the family? Oh, we doing good. Just hot. We just just dealing with the heat. Yeah. This electric bill because central air stays on. How <laughs> bad? How bad? Man, how how's how's like the outdoor activity? I mean, like like did, did the kids play out outside a lot, or how's that go? Since it's so hot and like the heat is like unrelenting, man. It's and we when it, when there's no cloud coverage, which mostly it isn't. But we're in monsoon season now, so this weekend it was raining. So it's funny because when it rains out here, people go outside in the rain and just. Let the let the rain just fall on. <laughs> it's it's uh it's interesting, but like when it's this hot, like the kids come out after nine o'clock because they come out after nine. yeah, because it kind of cools down a little uh, bit. I got you, man. I had to school my son yesterday, man, on the court. I did like he he had some like little kid. There was some other little kids on the court around his age, and one of the kids was actually pretty decent for like. You know, however old he was, he obviously was playing some sort of league ball. But um, I decided to play a game of 24. And I was like, you know what? All four of y'all against me. You know, it's whatever. I ain't taking it serious. You know, and I, I really wasn't. You know, so they 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 beat me 24 to 16. You know, it was all good. Then my son started talking mess. Talking about somehow they blew me out and they're going to blow me out the next game. So next wow. game, man, I beat them 24 to 4, man. I showed no mercy. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Show no mercy, man. It was mad. <laughs> you got to teach the children. Uh, you got to, man. I got to. What's good, Jamil? What's happening? I see you're on 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 theme and on brand tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh you yeah. Did like a, you must have did like a Jordan OJ Mayo lesson to him, huh? <laughs> What's good, Reggie? What's going on, fool? What's going <laughs> on, there, brother? What's what up? up? What up? Nothing much. Not much. We gonna dive right into our show, man. We got we got one guy coming in. He's he's running a little running behind a little bit, but 
gonna give him a little time but in the meantime between time drake man uh he 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 dropped a new album recently it's been getting some reactions uh namely from people in the chicago slash house community uh people who are enthusiasts of, of house music have had strong reactions to this album called honestly never mind and you know typically i don't drake's not the type of artist i cover on this show unless it's through a critical lens i have not listened to the album because it's drake you know but have you all listened drake. to it? <laughs> right <laughs> have you all listened to it like what were y'all's reactions y'all give him props for trying something a little different because that's the biggest knock on drake is that he he sticks to a formula but what, what was y'all's thoughts on it if y'all heard it i heard it and i liked it it's uh yeah i liked it because it's one thing i like about certain artists <clears throat> when you make a certain amount of money like it's a point it's, it gets to a point where you don't care what you do when you experiment and let people you know just see your art and he you know it's basically like you guys are gonna you guys are gonna get with the program you know like this is a movement or a new wave and you guys will get with the you 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 know you'll see what happens i mean this is the beginning of something and so um i like i like that idea because you gotta it has to start from somewhere and um this is really honestly the first real time I've heard house music and I know who the artist is that produced it, other than Kate mm -hmm. Renata, of course. But like, nobody can really, like if you think about it, most people can't name all like the name of the singer or the artist that produced the house song that's a classic. Okay, fair maybe, enough. Maybe some of the newer stuff, but I think and especially from back home like househeads know what's what i think your point stands though i think there's definitely a gap yeah but i mean like overall i applaud him for you know doing something different like why why you know people say he doesn't do real hip-hop anyway so technically why couldn't he just do something that's not hip-hop right he would be the perfect guy to do it yeah i mean drake's very uh for what it's worth Drake is very um what's the term? He he he's versatile, but he's also he also he's also very conservative in the way he approaches music too. It's like he's not going stray too far off the beaten path. Like if he's going to go with a particular theme of, of music or particular sound, he's going to stick with it, but he's not really going to push the envelope on it necessarily. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, bare uh, bones. I will say that. Uh, right. And and it's it's this this particular album has been invoking strong reactions from people in Chicago, and it's just it's just funny negative reactions I should say. It's just funny for me to to see because when Drake was biting and mimicking all these other styles with the the, the West Indian Caribbean reggaeton styles and you know um, and whoever else he was biting, you know it was all good. But now uh -huh. that he's come for something. <laughs> He's come for something that you hold kind of dear to your heart. Now all of a sudden it's a problem, and it's like, right. yeah, that's what Drake does, man. That's what Drake I, does. You know, the only thing, only thing I think of in that regard though is, is that a lot of them other genres of music is is constantly trying to get recognition from the state, so to speak. 
to get to be to quote unquote be validated. You know what I mean? However, house house heads are like a, a legit game. Like <laughs> you talk to a house head and you say you don't like house heads, like they are literally ready to fight you. So I just think that 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 art form or those fans are so pure and so like fans of the art of it and so like into that culture that it's like blasphemous to try to to do it you know what i mean if you want to do it at all you got to do it right and come correct with it so i think it would have been different like if he'd like used some of like the djs to like do the music it might have been a different undertone but the fact that you know him just being who he is and he do what you know do what he do I think that's why he's getting all the backlash more so than anything. Like, you know, he like the house community is not looking for validation. You know what I'm saying? Like, not from Drake. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already validated. They don't need their music to be put on the map so that the masses can hear it. Like, yeah. so I, I just think that that kind of like unappreciative. You know what I'm saying? Like, no respect for like the the genre itself is why he's getting the disrespect from at least the Chicago house here. Let's put it like that. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny, though? Not too much soon after that, Beyonce drops a surprise house song. And mm-hmm. everybody's acclaim. Everybody acclaim. So, like, why why is it different when she did it? Is, is like, the question. You know? But it's the same quality. It is the same. Yep. I mean, I can't yeah. speak to that. I can't speak to that because I don't you know, I haven't really heard Beyonce's swing at it either, you know, so. No, nah, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's one of the things where, like, too, like, when, when somebody's M.O. is known for, like, jacking someone's style, you, mm-hmm. it's a little different than, you know, you have a, a, an artist, you know, like Beyonce, who, you know, she gets a producer, somebody might write a song for her, she might write her own song, and then she go in there and make music, you know what I mean? I think it's just a different vibe. Not saying that, you know, it's not similar, because it definitely is. And I'm not saying that Drake's was just horribly, you know, bad. I didn't really give it a fair listen to just yet. Hasn't, haven't been in that space. But, you know, I say, uh, I think that's the reason why everybody, like, would give her a pass versus Drake. Yeah, you can't yeah. handle her songs. Like the ladies are TikToking and everything off of this thing, you know, of her song. Um that's another element to it too. It's, it's, it's also what she's talking about though. You know, it's it's all kind of like women empowerment, so to speak. So you can't never uh go against that. And Beyonce is Beyonce, man. Like she's that's she's kind of what it boiled down to. You know, she's think. a cultural yeah. She's a cultural icon, man. It's like she's more vetted than Drake. She's got more critical acclaim than Drake. Like, yeah, you're just gonna have a hard time criticizing her. Like, she's Beyonce's more respected in the R and B community than Drake is respected in the hip hop community. Correct. Right. Not not by not by a long shot, but she she is. She's just she's got the edge on her with that. You know. Well, I actually think it is by a long shot. I think. Drake has mass appeal, but if you're just talking about like the hip hop community, like people listen to him. I don't think nobody actually respects Drake though. Not as a hip hop artist. It's it's funny. It's people funny res- that y'all say that. 
it's a, a interview was just on Jamil like not too long ago, and they was just talking about like they was like if you really think about it, like Drake can get busy. They was like saying, but that actually uh, counts for people knowing that he used that reference track. He can never come. He can never come up from under it. And the right. fact that he's never addressed it, like, puts it even more so like a stamp on that asterisk, like that yep. he won't get the the validation from the true hip hop fans and community because of that. And until he does, you know what I mean, it probably never be, or you know what I'm saying, or he just may continue to do what he do, and you know, his legacy will just speak for itself. But I don't know. But I think he also like rests on numbers to make a defense anytime there's a, a, a conflict. Right. Like that's, he, don't, that's what, he don't approach it like a hip-hop artist. That's what Drake defenders always hang their hat on. Well, he does numbers. He, you know, he sold so many and it's like, you know, he's made so much money and it's like, at the end of the day, that doesn't factor into me because at the end of the day, I'm not seeing none of that money. That's not coming back to me. Yeah. Why would I? And I know, I know I use a lot of NBA references, but he kind of like he was like Kyrie Irving, the the, uh, the hip hop game. You know, it's like he, he kind of shows up when he wants to. You know, <laughs> and um, people don't respect that. Like they know he has talent; he can write, but mm-hmm. like it's so much other stuff involved around what he does. Where it's like, all right, man, well, why don't you just do that? Just like be a complete uh, artist when it comes to that, because you. You'll take somebody else's stuff, but then you can write. Right. Yeah. He, um, so it was funny though. It's funny that we we just talked about this in the interview and said the same exact thing. He said that he himself has have had a lot of accolades. You know, his accomplishments speaks for itself. He was like, but when it comes down to it, hip hop artists want to hear the bar. You know what I mean? And if right. you don't have that, then your legacy is not set with hip hop fame. So he was like that's what, and, and that's what they kind of mentioned like with Drake they was just like you know they, you know that, that's what one of the, the the interviewee was saying about Drake like he don't think he can ever do that and that's what the artist was saying that he's trying to accomplish that aspect of it like the more bar aspect of his legacy mm-hmm. you, you say he's trying to do that now or he, or he this particular to- artist the, the artist himself he was like saying that he's had a lot of uh, uh, accolades I'm talking about him personally not, not oh Drake. you're talking about a separate yeah, 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 yeah. So with that being said, I was just saying that a lot of people don't respect Drake for his hip hop is because of his, you know, issues with not writing his own lyrics. And he knows that. Like that's why he was so so hurt with the the Pusher T situation. Yeah. And that's why, you know, when, when it was a Meek Mill situation, he didn't approach it like a hip hop artist. He approached it like an Instagrammer. And it was yeah. funny. It was funny, and you know what I'm saying? And people, people rock with him, and, and Meek took an L on that one. But then, you know, when it came to the, the situation with him and Push, it was a different situation. When him yeah. and Kendrick had a, had a little situation, you know, the, the, the conversation was numbers again. He was like, you know, no, in no way does Kendrick ever, you know, has never done better than me in any way or whatever. He, you know, basically talking about record sales. And that's true, right? Kendrick is is as big an artist as you get in hip hop, but he's not, he doesn't have the same, you know, mass appeal that Drake does. However, if you're talking bar for bar, like it's not even a competition. 
and it's not even like Drake can't rap. It's just he 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 chose a different path, and that's cool, right? You choose that path, and you, you get your money. But you had to give up. You had to give up the respect, or you chose to give up the respect, and it, it's gonna be hard to get it back. I think what you said, Reggie, that makes sense. That that the reference track and just kind of how he moves is gonna be hard for him, and he, and he gotta wear that. Yeah, yeah, he has to like he has to address it. I mean. Yeah. It, Reggie, we were just talking about this the other day when we were talking about Jay-Z and Nas and, and what might have been the motivating factor for Jay to kick off, finally kick off that beef on Wax some 20 years ago. We were talking about how, like, Jay had the numbers, Jay had the had the bar game, he had the respect for his rhymes and his, you know, and his pin game and everything. But, like, the one thing that was missing from his resume was a highly respected and engaging battle with another artist of his stature and when drake had a chance to check that box off on his resume what did he do he sat back and he released nothing speaking of the push a t beef not the right 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 right. and it's like he doesn't it's almost like he doesn't even know the rules of engagement and it's like to people within the culture that's like a red flag for somebody who's 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 not part of it I, I hate to say right. it. Yeah. Well, know, he dropped. Right. He dropped a record. But he took it. He took it personal to the point where, like, he wanted to like do. something He still brings it up it. in interviews. It's like, bro, dude, if you yep. took it this personal, why didn't you take it to wax? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but he was taking it to the point where, like, you don't talk about a man that's sick, and it's like, well, dude, it's really no, no love in battling, like. If you ever Correct. see them dudes in, in Philly battle each other, they be talking crazy about each other. Like it's just respect Absolutely. at the end of the sport. But you have to engage in that sport if you're gonna be in it. And so if it would have been that way, I think him and Pusher could have like, you know what I'm saying, been uh, what you call it, like uh cordial at the end of it and maybe spoke or maybe even done a record later on. But the fact that he took it so personal, it became personal even more yeah. so and then it's like it is what it is now you have a victor and a loser indeed but quite honestly he started that he he made it personal the, yeah. the first no, the it's, first part of it he, you know he when was, he brought when he brought his fiance into it that, well that's what that's because he was feeling himself you know right they exactly. started getting high it, on his own supply he thought it was meek mill again right yeah it's <laughs> different situation and, and he was coming he was trying to come to the defense of his of his boss yeah. Because Push have been um poking at Wayne for years. Yes, he has. So he's been poking him and poking him for years. And so I think he just felt like, oh, you gonna poke my boss like as if like we just gonna sit back and and he ended up falling for the trap and just, you know, it was a domino effect. It was the same thing with him and uh common for that for like a, oh, uh, oh yeah. Like, yeah. I but forgot we, about that. We we, we, we we gotta move on. I don't wanna spend too much time talking about Drake. Drake gotta get his mind right. Drake <laughs> Drake gotta get his mind right. And he could do that if he bought the products from OhSoMedicinal.com. Oso Medicinal is an online apothecary that sells herbal teas, tinctures, CBD salves, creams, herbal syrups, uh what else? Uh sea moss gels and uh, all types of other really cool all natural products. Go online, osomedicinal.com. It is black-owned, Chicago-based. Please check them out. They have great products. I got to get the plug in. All right. Yes, indeed. Jerome. What up, what up, what up? 
Long How time. are you, sir? I am doing good. I hope you're ready for a I fight, cause, cause, cause I think we got our pitchforks and torches out. I don't know why. <laughs> you know what? I don't. You know what? You know what I realized? Cause you put it in the in the little dialogue, unpopular opinion, and I really don't think it's unpopular. Now arguing. Well, well, well. Oh, we'll okay, we're gonna go get to it. We're gonna go get to it. Um, I need to. Friend oh, of the show. Ready. He he is ready. <laughs> Amy. Friend of the show and, and, and past co-host and, and guest Jerome. We were we were kicking it, you know, kicking the Willie Bobos about a week or so ago, and he brought up the issue of J. Cole. And he made quite a bold statement on J. Cole. And as far as his stature and his legacy in the, you know, in the hip hop game. So I will give you a minute to express that opinion. And then we will dive into the reasons why or why not we agree or disagree with you. So go ahead. The floor is yours. Jerome. OK, so so in, in. can we first of all, my first statement is. I'm pretty sure J. Cole right now is top five. Now, that's arguable. But putting him in his top 10, I think that's you should have him in your top 10, at least in your top 10. But yeah, because I've been here at all. I, I kept quiet during the text messages back and forth. <laughs> you did. <laughs> okay. Can I please throw out one suggestion? Can I see? Well, can you all explain to me, point by point, why J. Cole is not in your top five? And we're going to take each point. Okay, hold on, hold and, on. And, and debate I, it I, that I, way. I, I, Hold I on. feel like the burden of proof is on you because you're the one with the. No, y'all, y'all talk too, hey man. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hold on. So, so Jerome, <laughs> let, let's clarify. Let's clarify what you mean okay. by top five. When you say top five, <clears throat> what are you taking into account? Is this your personal oh. top five, or do you feel that he, he's 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 earned his way into the conversation for top five greatest hip hop? Oh music? no, he earned he earned his way into this conversation of top five. And okay. and you know you know me in general, I'm 55 maybe even 60 percent lyrics, and that's just my personal opinion with the lyric. And then 40 percent everything else. That means uh, platinum albums, money sales, and etc. But you know you got to have bars for me to to even listen listen to you. Uh, just Jerome speaking, but uh, DJ Complex is a whole different other thing though. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it has to be right that that's understandable yeah you got to get the people what they want yeah 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 yeah. but um no 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 the only reason why i say i want to take each point because i don't know i don't know if that was jamil but it was a lot of i kept quiet through that whole text message the whole j cole he liked the ginyu force and he's trash and i don't want to listen to him you know but none of y'all didn't make not one good point why he's can't consider as top five or even top ten. Now, now, and, I, and, and, I, uh, correction, I, I, I brought up a couple of points, some of which I will bring back up on here. The main person who was arguing against it was Jason. Jason. Okay. Yeah. I'm not the only one that thinks this either. That's what I'm going to say. Y'all no, said I'm popular. Not by far. Not by far. I'm you not are the not. only one that thinks this. And you know I'm a hip hop head. You know I'm a hip hop head. So, I, I think even like, well, we can talk, we, we talked about J. Cole, and bring up Kendrick, but I think he's, you could make an argument that he's top five, definitely top 10. 
okay so so here here's my thing okay much like you i i factor in first of all lyrics lyrical okay. ability what are your skills yeah. like what's your pin game like okay the second thing i factor in discography what have you put your name to that you've released to the public and that's not including mixtapes the third factor i include and this is for my own personals third factor i include longevity how long have you been able to sustain this level of talent and showmanship and, and you know, lyrical skills? How, how long have you been able to do it? Has it been five years? Has it been 10? Has it been 20? And then lastly, the last thing I factor in is probably influence. And oh. I guess well, you we can know say, you got I, mean, I guess you, you can say you. record sales will fall under influence, yeah. but being that it's the very last thing I factor in, that should tell you how much yeah. record sales need to come up in this conversation. So, so to, pro to provide so, a little context, mm -hmm. you gave me who is who else is in your top five. I gave you my top. I give you my top twenty, and all that can switch around depending on you know artists and stuff. Right, but for the sake but, of this conversation, we'll just yeah. keep it to the top five. Yeah. So, so the other people in your top five were Black Thought, Eminem, mm -hmm. Nas, and Elzai, and then J right. Cole. So he here is where I think you have a point. I think you have a point in the influence department because he is highly influential for today's generation of younger hip hop fans who do care about lyrics and storytelling and you know all of that and who have more of a conscious leaning lyrically you know he, he's he's sufficient he, he doesn't blow your, your head open with stuff but he's sufficient now now I, now I can't now same thing okay you agree with because I think so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I, I agree with you to a point. Okay, I, I know. I know. Discography, I think he I I would like to see J. Cole's discography be a little deeper before I, I grant him top five. However, you can make the argument that for artists like Tupac and Biggie, <sighs> discography wise, J. Cole's got him beat. Thank you. I was just gonna bring that. Just gonna bring but that. That's just that's Thank volume. You. Okay. That's volume point. though more than than so, you know necessarily. Well, at least in the case of Biggie, is is volume for sure. Like he he had two two cracks at the, <laughs> you know, he had two opportunities. So to L.A. Uh, L.A. had something else to say about it. <laughs> but so what I was saying with J Cole, I'm gonna bring up the point. So when I was saying about J Cole, let's let's bring up you know relatability right so this is the only artist right now that i know today that deep hip-hop fans and people that listen to whack hip-hop can come to agreements with say for instance people are like okay did you listen to that new drake like yeah i listened to that new drake it was good all right did you listen to kendrick no nah, kendrick is okay that's for the whack people that want to, you know, listen to, to whack music, you know, whack hip hop, where I consider. Then you go to a deep hip hop fan, you be like, man, dude, uh, did you listen to that new Black Thought? Well, yeah. Well, did you listen to that J. Cole? Well, yeah, too. So it's like both sides will always listen to J. Cole. He's the only one right now, as you can speak of, that both sides that can listen to Lil Uzi, Lil whoever, all the way to the people that listen to Black Thought, Royce Five Nine, and etc. He's the only one. That's yeah, a way to point. both sides. So that make him top five. No, 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 no. I'm that's, 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 
No, that's one of my points. Nobody okay. can't even be. That's okay. one of my points. Definitely He wrote a song about that. <laughs> yeah. Let so, me let me let me interject. Let me interject. I was your 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 one of your points is that J Cole he spans both casual rap fans and yeah. purist and 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 hip hop fans who you know have a little bit of a more refined ear and are, yes. are a little bit more lyrically inclined. You saying he appeals to both those markets? Both the markets. I kind of got to push back on that. Who 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 else do that? No no, it's not that anyone else can does that. I don't, I don't, I'm starting to find that J. Cole isn't as popular with the younger crowd as we might have. No, that's false. Thought. I don't know who you're talking about, but that's Now, false. I said, I, I did say, I did say J. Cole appeals to the younger generation of hip hop fans who care about lyrics, but there are a lot of people who don't care about lyrics who call, who are younger hip hop fans who say J. Cole is boring. Now, I'm not saying now, that heard, they're. I have heard that. I, I'm not saying their points are correct. I obviously. That's like one out of 20. I guarantee you that's one out of It's two. more like one nah, out of two. I think it's more than that. It's, no, it cannot that's a, be. That's a, that's a common, that's the a common new, the criticism latest, of Cole, for the sure. Latest, the, latest, the last two albums of J. Cole, K.O.D., in the offseason, both sides can relate. I never, trust me, being a DJ and listening to all these young people, they were like, man, I heard that J. Cole stepped their game up, man, I love it. Now, that's true, that too. That's true, too. Back and forth. That's another point. Season? That's another. That's another point I want to bring up to you all. He adapts. He adapts with the time and still don't lose his lyrics, his bars, or his conscience, or sell his soul like other rappers do. He can really, adapt with the times where young people or people that used to say he's boring, they no longer say that. I haven't heard now one that, person that I will that, you that, the off season that actually brought that that is boring. I don't no, know, man. I, I don't know. that, Jerome. I'm uh, in these streets. No, no, no. Listen to Vince. Listen to Vince. No, no. Vince. I will give you that. I, I will say this. He has, with the offseason, he has made some people backtrack on saying he was born. I don't know the percentage, but it's considerable. I will say that. And and that's what I'm saying. But so is it, is no it possible that, that just the, the offseason wasn't boring? Like, that doesn't negate the other things that he did. That, oh, yeah, but it's, it's also, it's also, um, it's adaptability. It's man. also, it's also what he's been doing, what, what he's been doing with his features too, who he's been featuring mm-hmm. on. Exactly. And it's like, he, he has placed himself out of that, that boring, Tight. that boring stigma as far as like, because he'd been rapping on other people's production and like mm-hmm. he done brought mm-hmm. some liveliness to it. And and them young guys that's on Dreamville. Like he done he done put himself in a Ooh. different light than what it used to be. And I like I said, I don't know what the percentage is, but it is considerable. Dude, like, no, but I, I, I and, and, and with him hooping now too, like these young guys, they actually appreciate him in a different way um, than what it was two, three years ago. It, it, it came from when he, when he made, it wasn't really a diss track. I think that was just an old talking to, the old dude made him. He told him like, hey man, look, I still respect you getting your money even though you're still whack, let's collab, whatever. But being honest with you, what made that boring title go away is the London track they just put out. That threw oh, all with, uh, of the that, yeah, that threw all that yeah. boring talk away. Right there. That put the nail in the coffin. Now, I'm gonna go on to the next point. And you said longevity. How mm-hmm. many years 
would you call on Jerry? I need to know. 10 plus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You said 10. Jamil, how many you said? If you're talking top five, I mean, no, 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 no. How long? Just longevity. We just basic longevity. What would you say? At least, at least ten. Okay. So, J. Cole been out for fifteen years. So he that that they destroyed that longevity. No, 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 no. He been out for. Hold on, I'm not gonna bring down my point. How many albums do he need to make in them fifteen years? I mean, in them ten years to make longevity. In was it? Wait, wait. How many? How many high quality albums is up? How many high quality? How many high? Now, now, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna put it like that. I'll bring that up later. So, how many high quality albums that he needs to make in ten years to make longevity? So he already beat one of them. He beat the years. What's point number two? How many? How many? What are you asking me? Are you asking me how many albums he needs to make in them ten years? To make long because it's just not years of long death. Somebody Nas made one album every four years at one time or every five years. How many albums did he need to make in them ten years to certify his longevity? Quality I, I, I don't I don't want to put a qualifier on it, but this is what I'm gonna say. He should have at least one class. Okay, okay so no, I'm gonna say this. You all don't think it. I can name you four classic albums that you have right now. And I don't know. I'm not lying. I ain't lying. You have lowered the bar. I'm I'm going to go with Vince because this is y'all opinion. But I'm going with the majority being hip hop heads and people that's casual rappers. Majority of being. And I already did it with season two of this podcast. And I already put out a social media poll. And I think y'all need to start doing that so you get an average. So, four <laughs> Four, hold on. I'm going to name all the classic albums. He made six albums. Now, I ain't even including his classic mixtapes. But let's just stick with albums. He made six albums. Three of them was classic. Two of them was good. One of them was okay. Now, the three that was classic. Wait, what three of, classics he got? Four yeah, Seals. Was that I'm not classic? Now. No, no. Four Seals. Was that not a classic album? I'll give you that one. Four okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This album that he have right now, consider about all the hype and everybody that listened to it from hip-hop heads to casual rappers. The off season, this album that you have right now is a classic. Ain't been out long enough. It's not been out long enough. It just came out last year. How can okay. you call it a classic? It will be. It will be a classic. So, so you gotta you gotta you gotta have a certain amount. This is y'all, this is y'all opinion. You gotta have a certain yeah. amount of years Because I pick up a classic album, I can listen to it and have like three or four different hits and I can listen to it straight through. That's my opinion with a classic album. But let's okay. Let, let's 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 take that. Let's take that. Let's take that away. Let's take. Let's take that away. Let's go by your standards. Born Center is a one hundred percent classic. He have mm. two classic albums. Born mm. everybody before the off season came out. Born Center probably would have been number one, number two. Now Born I think Center. he's in the top three. Born, Born Center. Born Center was decent, but it's no classic. It's a class. That's to you, Ian. I'm talking about the majority of people think Born Center is classic. Before Forest Hill came out, before the offseason, it was Born Center number one. You all don't think it. I did a social media post on it. Over 200 people did on social media post, right? 85% said it was a classic. Born Center. Born Center. Everybody loves Born Center. To the posting, and I don't want to 
you know disparage people or you know make it seem like my opinion is is you know no, more important than other people but when it comes to like large numbers of people taking a position to me that don't move me because people like you know things that are disposable all the time or you get a lot of people that will follow behind something that's not necessarily quality because they don't have a have a particularly trained ear in this case but the the example i always use i say it all the time man mcdonald's is going to outsell your best steakhouse every day of the week but that doesn't mean that it has a better quality but born center is not see it's the only two people that i see and and, and, and i don't know i think but but you're wrong it's it's rare that i hear one one classic is not having a just one classic in your discography no he's nothing to thumb your nose it's nothing to thumb your nose up there a lot of people don't have i got got three i have three but i'm okay yo sander he have two classics i'm saying from my standard and the majority from casual hip-hop fans and deep hip-hop fans born center and forest hill is two classics he got the hold on let me finish going down list so sideline story sideline <laughs> story was good for your eyes only was okay kod was a good album so besides all of that he have two here's classics. what i'm gonna say here's what i'm gonna say okay 2014 2014 forest hills yeah that's a classic all season not a classic yet, but it definitely has classic potential. So let's just say at best, he's got two classics. Okay. I still would not put him above Kendrick. Nope. I would not put I him above. I want to hear that. The Kendrick is dead. That, you keep I saying would not, Kendrick though, Ian. I would not put him above Ghostface and I would not put him above. You got, uh, see, I don't know about, I, I can't, I can't agree with you. With <laughs> I can't even agree with, with Ghostface, but let's, let's go to the Kendrick thing. So Kendrick, let's go with the Kendrick thing because I'm not going to Kendrick. That's arguable. Kendrick can be in my top five, but I'm going to tell you what Kendrick do. You remember what Lupe Fiasco did? You know, Lupe Fiasco, first two albums, everybody was labeled. But now I know a lot of casual fans. What Kendrick is doing is going over a casual fan's head now. A lot of them, just like Lupe Fiasco did. He's not relatable. Okay, hold on. Like Jay Cole is. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you so, brought so, that up. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I know that for a fact. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought that up. Because when you look at discography, Kendrick's discography is more bulletproof than Cole's discography. What you mean? What, what, whack, what, I mean, what, whack, okay, what, what mediocre <laughs> albums does Kendrick have? What you mean? The, to Pip a Butterfly was not good at all. Oh my god. Not good at all. That was his best don't, album. Don't me with that, dog. Don't you can't come come on in. To that was his best was album. What are you talking not, about? That is not his best album. You the only one that I think you and a few people only think that that's his best album. That is not his best album. To Bro, look up, look it up on look it up on Metacritic. Look it up on Metacritic and tell me what you what? Oh, that is not his best album. I know I just I don't care about blogs or anything like I know that's not his best album because I know a lot of people said they wasn't vibing with. I know a lot of people. They're just like you saying Born Center is not a classic album. I mean, I <laughs> like you, it. You I like Born Center, but what? it ain't. It ain't just, it's not a classic. It, 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 okay, how about this? And, I, and, and, and you and you and, and Jamil said, look at you don't go with the masses, but when you go to another source, that's getting in the masses opinion. So why don't you do this? 
to prove no because the streets what the streets wasn't rocking with some pimple butterfly I, like, exactly Nothing, i wasn't even rocking with it. it was okay it was a good album this show ain't his best album though it showed but as it best. aged over time after a while nah, everybody was I like you know I, what? I don't i haven't listened to pimple I have a list of putting bug fire like everybody you. was like, you know what? This is a classic. You you, uh, you shouldn't argue. have to do that. That's what I'm saying. No, it shouldn't have to warm up on you to be a classic. It should automatically hit, in my opinion, it should automatically hit you. And you gotta keep listening to it. And keep okay, listening so what about so what about the J. Cole albums that didn't automatically hit me or anyone just, else out there? I know like I KOD. Like KOD, KOD was, or for your eyes on. KOD was good. Or sideline story. Sidelines was good. For your eyes only, it was okay. I didn't call them a classic album. I'm being real with you. KOD was a good album. I think you have a point with with the idea that, you know, when you hear it, like, it hits. It should hit right away. Um, but I think also that you can have that reaction to an album and it not be a classic. That's why I personally feel like you got to wait five years before you call it a classic. Because if you still have the same feeling after enough time has passed, then you know it has some staying power. But everything well, okay. sounds fire the first time you hear it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but I got. I, I do gotta agree with that point. Say, I got to address I something you said, Jerome. You said you said the uh, that that as far as like Kendrick, he's writing about <laughs> stuff that's going over that's that's going over people's heads right now, and that's why it people is. ain't rocking with him. No, no, he's not. He's writing about stuff that makes people uncomfortable to talk about. That's it's going over people's head, though. You, you got the don't it's think it's not going thing. over nobody's head. It's, it's going over people's head. It's I tell not, you, you know, what it does that? go over people's head is Black Thought and Elzai and <laughs> all of these literary MCs. No, who, I'm, who I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm getting I'm getting the actual young people opinion. I'm not saying I'm not talking about the deep hip hop fans. If, 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 if Kendrick, I'm Kendrick's, talking about casual fans. If, if Kendrick's newest album is going over niggas' heads, those dude, are some basic niggas. Okay, ain't, exactly, ain't nothing no, going over no, his no, exactly, yeah, That's what I'm saying. You gotta exactly. Now you're on my page. So, but, but you but gotta, you gotta, you gotta heads, think They don't it like it because he's talking about things like, that are making people uncomfortable. Now, people, people thirty and up who have heard. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna let you finish. People who are 30 and up who have heard this Kendrick album and it resonates with, they totally get it. Okay? Now, whenever we're talking about hip-hop and what it means to this demographic and that demographic, everybody wants to change the rules. Whenever the issue of race comes up and we, I'm, I start being hypercritical of these white rappers, everybody goes, oh, well, yeah, hip-hop might have started out as a black and brown thing, but it's grown, it's changed, it's evolved, it's for everybody now. If it's for everybody, how come it ain't for niggas who were around and supporting this culture from day one and in the early days who are now in their 40s and 50s and maybe their 30s. How come it ain't for them no more? So I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that relevant. it's for everybody. Man, but then like when the older niggas start talking about who they want to hear from. Like, I mean, I know you don't want to hear it, but I mean, it is what it is though, right? It ain't, it ain't what it is. It's, it's, it like, is what it is, but it ain't what like, they we say. We gonna be deep hip hop fans no matter what, but. So it's, that's, it's, that's just, it's just like it's, it's everybody it's, everybody wants to make the argument when it's time to make concessions for these young white boys to get into the game but whenever older heads start talking about what they want to hear from and the type of music that they want to hear and that resonates with them all of a sudden it's oh well you know it's a it's rap, rap is a young man's game it's this it's that but it's Ian, but that's, no that's it ain't not, but if Ian, it's but, for everybody then it should be for everybody but so Ian, man, that's not that's not my point though, Ian. I know that's but not. But you kind of you kind you kind of proving my point though. 
That's what I'm saying. But you kind of prove my point because you say it's an everybody thing and it's for the old heads. Kendrick, um, he doesn't. I know we talk about hard topics and everything else. So do J. Cole. But Kendrick, I understand his whole album talk. I love it. I love this album. But I'm talking about the basic dude with the casual fan. They're not vibing with this album like they is vibing with J. Cole album. We, I love the album. I think this is one of his better albums. I keep listening to it almost every other day. Back my my, my, my Jamal, point is that the casual but, fan, the casual fan is fickle. The minute Kendrick Lamar puts out another uh, they be tearing good up kid of Mad City, the minute he drops another good kid of Mad City, everybody going to be on his jock again. Right. When he exactly. starts talking they about are. stuff that makes people unpopular, oh, man, I don't get what, I'm not with this. Like, what, what, what's this? What, he, he, what is he talking about? As soon as J. Cole does something that's contemporary and 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 palatable and, you know, he's doing features with this person and 20, 21 Savage and that person, then, yeah, they going to rock with it. But the minute J. Cole but, but gets a little deep, still, the fickle fans are going to abandon no, him. No, 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 no. See, that's where you got it wrong, though. Um, and J. Cole is still, uh, that's what I'm saying. J. Cole Those is same still, people who are calling no, no, him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. J. Cole is still, from these last two albums, J. Cole is still talking about the deep topics, still freestyle, still talking about everything you need to do. But he's still ca- catching up with the casual fan that listens to 21 Savage and doing all the stuff. Have you heard that 21 Savage song? Um, whatever, whatever. I forgot. It's the 21 Savage song. And J. Cole versus is nothing but deep. And people was rocking with that all day long. I, but I he still that. got the problem. What, what I'm saying Kendrick ain't going to do that. Kendrick ain't going to. Kendrick, and, I, and me, I'm being real with you. Kendrick could be in my top five next week. I'm not I get, lying, Kendrick. Okay, okay. I, I'm not. I'm not. The, it's, it's it's really like a debatable. Like you can say Kendrick in your top five. I wouldn't even like argue. I can see. That. But I'm just saying Kendrick is not moving like J Cole is moving right now. Can I not ask right now? Go ahead, Vince. Go ahead, Vince. I, I'm sorry. I hope this doesn't make it more convoluted. So, because when I do top five, like when I do top five hip hop artists, it's different than my top five lyricists. Mm-hmm. You can't. You get my point. Mm-hmm. So, Black Thought is not in my top five as far as a hip hop artist, but Same he's deal. definitely up. He's up definitely top five as a lyricist. I got you because I, I know people that do that too. Me, so I'm like, just so I'm so deep in the lyrics, man. It doesn't make sense. Like no, I got, it got no, it. I, me, me too. Because I mean, if, <laughs> like, if you heard anything I've ever written. Then you understand, but also I'm just trying to figure out if if both of you all are mixing that up. I no see the difference between the two. You know what? Because it kind of changes when you like really look at it along those lines as far as questioning. Because like, well, I was arguing against. I was arguing against the bullet point that J Cole deserves to be top five because he appeals to casual fans. And oh, I, I, I hate no, to do I'm, this. I didn't even Hold get on, this. let me finish. Let me finish. I hate Wait. to do this. I hate to do this because, as, as Jamil eloquently put, you don't want to denigrate anybody's opinion because music is so subjective. However, I kind of don't factor in casual hip hop fans' opinion on J. Cole because the same people who are probably jogging him now were most likely calling him boring two years ago. And they the minute were. J. Cole jumps to something else and starts doing they a little that, music that's a little more beneath the surface, those same people are going to turn on him again and be like, nah, I ain't rocking with this again. 
Hey, hey, look. This no, no, no. I don't care about that. I agree with you, though. Hey, so look, this is one thing. I agree with you. I totally agree with you on that. My thing is that Jake Cole is making sure that he don't, he, he still, and, and me, I think out of five stars, J. Cole is like a four or four and a half in bars. Now, that's a whole different other thing. But he still is keeping his bar, his message, and everything else by adding on certain features, by making his producing better, and doing everything else. He's trying to still stay in his lane, but also please the masses. And he's doing both of them very well now. Like, he's doing it well now. Like, you the last two albums showed you that he's doing it well. And lyric-wise, he's getting better with every album, lyric-wise. From the from the I, from I, the I, from I, the, I, from the come up all the Definitely way to the off season, he's getting better and better, bro. Like I I, and, and that's all I'm saying. Like he's not really he's not really true. He's not losing his ways. Like like a Nicki Minaj or or Black Eyed Peas or or or, or, or any other rapper that's okay. I gotta get this bag, so I gotta ride the wave. No, J Cole's like, you know what? I'm gonna ride this wave. I'm gonna bring my own equipment. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it my way. I'm gonna ride my way my way. And that's what he's mm-hmm. doing right now. Now, and and that's how I feel. Like man, he should be me in general because I, I think he got 15 years. He got six albums. I think, me personally, opinionated, I think he got three classic albums, not even including his classic mixtape that he have, but I'm going to leave that out. He got popularity, talk about deep subjects, his metaphors is off the chain, his bars is off the chain. Like, he got the whole package, and he landed just right. You make you know a good I mean? point, man. You make a like, good like, point. Like, he's just landing right, and he's, like I said, I just love that he's not selling, and me, lyricist, I love that he's not selling on his bars. Listen from sideline stories from the offseason and tell me that man haven't evolved. No, he most he's definitely not, he, He's not evolving slowly. He, he, he most definitely has, but he's still not top five. You got to see you are making, I will I say you this. are making incredible points, like, across I mean, the board. And, and, I, and, I, and I, I don't even think, so this think that I'm necessarily no. disagreeing so, with him, but I don't think any of those points that you've made are necessarily enough to, to justify him as top five okay. when without without a whole lot of effort I could probably give you five MCs better than that using the same okay, criteria. You said MCs, but it's the MCs is doing what J. Cole like for instance in in we was over Dave House right and right. you asked me if you had two artists remember Black Gold is my number one like number mm-hmm. one it was like if you have two artists to make an album and to make a hit, which one would you choose? Black Thought or J. Cole? And what did I say, Ian? You said J. Cole. And why did I say J. Cole? Because he would have He more, got the whole it, 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 it would be it would be a more it would potentially be a more um it would be more of a hit. It'd be more of a hit, but in look, so many words. Yeah, it, it'd be more of a hit, but also I don't have to lose my hip hop standards because I know his bars gonna be on tack. I know he's gonna talk about serious conversations. I know his producer's gonna be on point. I know he's gonna have the right feature. He got everything. 
everything. Now, Pac Thought is a better lyricist than him. Eminem is a better lyricist than him. Elzai is a better lyricist than him. MF Doom, I can even say, is, is a better lyricist than him because they all up in a high, I do about five points. They up 4.85, whatever. And J. Cole, to me, is like a 5.5, 5.6. But none of them have the package. Except for Eminem, sorry. Let me leave him out. None of them Black Thought from MF Doom to to whoever don't have the package like J. Cole do. Black Thought, people's you can't you can't tell me one casual fan that be like, man, that Black Thought album, stream of thought. No, you ain't gonna, you ain't it's rare that you're gonna hear a casual fan do that. But marketing and what's being pushed Cole is a was a was a uh, rock nation artist so you're absolutely going to get that in front of the masses but he's doing his way though he's just not just any other artist he's not selling himself at the same time you you don't get what i'm saying i get what you're Very saying Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, uh, and, Jerome, Jerome, just, everything you're saying is true and it, you you make invalid very valid points but it's still for me. Not enough to say top five. It's still okay, not so enough to put him in okay, the Okay, let me let me say this because I, I know Reggie wanted to say something. I had saw him pop on and off a couple times. Reggie, um, yeah. but yeah, I I'm, do. I'm waiting though. I'm waiting. Okay, so I will say this is what I really do want to say because Jerome is. I don't know if it's the passion in which he's saying it, but his points are solid. Now, what I will say is this: anybody that's in the top five of anybody's list i kind of want to say j cole's uh discography slash longevity is comparable because it it is uh anybody else anybody anyone anybody else's top five it would be comparable so then it means it's just a matter of well well, i mean three artists who have him beat in longevity and arguably but, but, lyrics, and I didn't even get into the Biggies and the Jays and the Nas. Like, no, wait, but you can't. Biggie only made three albums, and 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 the, the Nas, the Nas, two. Nas. Well, how many? I mean, two. Oh, my bad. Two. But, yeah. But, but but no, I'm saying this though, and I'm saying this. I said J Cole's in top five. It's arguable. It is arguable. I see some people not putting him in top five. Some people put him in top five. He definitely. In my top ten, though, so, so definitely so, should be in everybody. Hold on, we, we, we got a freaking Steph Curry of the day. Go get we, right we got we got to we got to keep it moving. So I really want to get to what Reggie wanted to say. Oh, Re- go ahead, Reggie. No, I, was, I, was, I just was just saying like I agree with the points that you're making. I think everybody else is kind of saying that as well. I just believe in terms of J. Cole, he he hasn't had that impact on the culture as a whole yet. No, I can say I can say I can say yeah. No, no, no. I can not, never, especially. Not, oh, go not, ahead, Reggie. I'm just saying not to get legendary status of being a top five. Like I think that takes time to acquire. I'm not saying that he's not on the trajectory to do so, but when you talk about people that's in the top five or is, or in those conversations or those arguments, like they are. Not only well established, but you're talking about years in the game um, in, in, in terms of like, it's kind of hard to explain. Rich, but like, Rich, you know, how many like, years do you, you have to be in the game? No, no, no. I'm just saying, but that's how you get into the people like the, when they talk about Jay Z and Nas and 
Like these dudes been in rapping like 30 for thirty years. years. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so. But they was calling Nas and Jay Z top five in like fifteen years. Like they was calling Jay Z and yeah, Nas like man, they top five in fifteen. Because of their resume. Like look but at the resume. But, 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 but okay, you got to And that's why I say that time that they were rapping though, it was totally different. Like they were putting out music. Nah, nah. It, was, it, was a, it was a different era, man. You talking about mixtape era on top of putting out albums. Hey, Sometimes two though. albums a year. It was different. So I'm you ready. was able to see somebody's work ethic and their skill level quick because of what they was able to do. You said mixtapes. I'm embodying everything. I'm talking about mixtapes. I'm talking okay, about. Okay, And J. Cole got three classic mixtapes that's undeniable. Listen, I'm not. I'm not saying that they not. I'm just you saying such that. such thing as a classic mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. No, I disagree. Y'all seen, I disagree, y'all I disagree with that too. I disagree with that too. I just. I just feel like. His impact is just not there yet. I'm not saying that it's, it's not going to be. I just feel y'all like y'all not telling me. Like I, I understand y'all keep saying his impact or his longevity, but y'all not giving. No, I mean, it's like it's, not, it's like I'm giving y'all proof that his longevity is good. I was like 15 years, three classic albums, six albums. People are relatable. Mixed impact, 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 impact in today. So what? So what impact has he had on the hip on the community, hip hop community? Oh yeah, you just said it. what artists have come after j cole where you look at them and you say you they know emulate his whole stamp that's what Correct. i'm saying like he hasn't had that yet like he's still but emulating this, but Kendrick haven't had that and i feel like i feel like, like y'all put it in his top five so you y'all said Kendrick, Kendrick, you Kendrick what? Hasn't Kendrick had that? have not had no influence rapper that followed his style j.i.d is clearly influenced by kendrick who j.i.d no, he's not. No, he's not. No, no, no. I know he. I know. Listen, listen. I'm not. I'm not. No, 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 no. no. J.I.D. is not fluid. J.I.D. got his own style. He is not. That's not. That's not my point. My point is though, I don't feel like nobody has done Kendrick yet either. So he's not. He wouldn't be in my top five. Exactly. I mean, all this opinionated. So, but but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that next generation that comes, that's coming after them will say j cole is my influence or kendrick is my influence and that will solidify them in that argument but they haven't had the impact of like a Nas, where you have people behind him rapping like him or like jay-z he, his styles or his clothes or like they have made impact on hip-hop that's undeniable that's like- that's that's or, that's kind of unreachable though, bro. Reggie, right? No, it's, that's kind of unreachable though. It's not it's not unreachable because everybody. That's, but they just they they trans. They like I mean I'm not gonna say Michael Jordan, but it's like trying to reach Michael no, Jordan. Because, no, because no, that's not that's not true because that's not true because it's going to happen. But that's the same thing. If you say that with Nas, then you say it with Jay, and then you say it with Ghostface. They was all rocking Wallabies and stuff. Like they made impact. It's going, it's going to happen. 
it just hasn't happened yet. Right, it just hasn't happened yet. Jerome, the younger generation is a lot more impatient and they're a lot more lazy. So they're gonna be in a rush to say, the Migos are the best rap group ever. Or this particular artist who's popping right that. now is the best rap group ever. But that don't necessarily make I don't it think but, but at the same time, y'all just prove my point. It's a different age, different era. No, 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 no. But it no, doesn't no. change. I'm it doesn't not, change I'm not status. Saying, I'm not saying the age or anything. I'm just saying that when it's all said and done, when his career is wrapped up, he will probably be in somebody's top five with the Jay-Z's and a nod. But what I'm saying is, it's too early. Like, he hasn't even finished his, his like, career, so to speak, to see what type of influence he had on the game. And I think until that happens, it's hard to say like he's top five, dead or alive. It's just so he, so so he's Steph Curry. What you mean? I think he's LeBron he's, James. Is in, in, no in this Drake. Season. Drake. Drake is no. I said no, here's, I would, Dave, well, here's why I say Dave, I'm just saying for the Dave, sake of this Dave particular talk, argument. I was like, man. Here's the thing. So the 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 the, the, MC, or, or the or the artists that we have have name checked, right? Your Black Thoughts, your Ghost Faces, your Nas, your Jay Z. He's, he's lyrically these are these are these are going to be more of your Michael Jordan, right? He mentioned a Ghost Face. He's lyrically better than Ghost He's not lyrically better than Ghost Face. He's lyrically better than Ghost Face. Nah, he's not. He's lyrically better. That's y'all. And here's here's where I ride. Jerome on that. He's literally better. You can say it as loud as you want. That don't make it right. It is right. So gentlemen, gentlemen, I hate I hate to cut this short because I do have another meaty topic we got to get to. I will say this in closing. Jerome, I disagree with you, but I've heard crazier stuff. It's a respectable opinion. It's not one I 100% agree with. If you were talking about just the past 10 years, I would say J. Cole is top three. So I, I guess I don't disagree with you that much. Y'all say I made valid points. And I and I prove I but, but, debated but, each one of y'all points. And he but, but, but hold on, hold on. No, 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 you But y'all still about, don't get it. Hold on, hold on. I wasn't finished. Nah, I was nah, finished. Nah, nah. We, we did a show. We did a podcast in season 11 where we created a Mount Rushmore for hip hop for eras. And the eras only lasted four years long. And you know what? We had a hard time putting together just four MCs for every four years. So that should tell you how deep the pool is as far as talent in the hip-hop game and and we had a hard time agreeing on a top four for just every four years but i will give you this if we're just counting the past 10 years i will give you j cole in the top five i will even give you j cole in the top three so talking about the last 10 years absolutely. just the last 10 years no, and I'm, listen man, he I, would I definitely what y'all saying he, with the he impact. would definitely he would definitely be in my top 10. But that five, that top five is on. It's it's top, it's a little top five. five. is tough. It's tough. Yeah. But what I said, what I would ultimately settle on is that it's comp. He he. It is kind of comparable, especially if you take if you take back the the amount of years he's done with anybody else that's in the top five, and you go by what they did in fifteen years, and not past that, it's comparable. So I think it's just a matter of uh, taste at some point. Jake, but Jake I mean, the, the argument can can be made, that, that, and that's this. the point I'm trying to get. Because y'all put unpopular opinion, but I'm giving. Well, y'all here's point. here's the thing: you got argument. you got people who are in this industry, right? Who are peers of these artists yeah. who will look at somebody like a Nas or a Jay Z and say, "Yo, they are the best at what we do." 
when you're talking about J. Cole, it's J. Cole fans who are saying he's the best at what we do. It's not his peers. That's the difference. I wonder, I wonder about but that. They, but 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 y'all gentlemen, 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 we got we gotta cut this. We we gotta cut this short. I, I'm sorry. I'm just not you know Jay-Z. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I know man. I'm not a big Jay-Z hey, man, fan. I'm just talking two, about. I'm talking. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I, 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 we, we do got to cut this short. Um, I'll say that in closing, J. Cole ain't the greatest because he has not been killed. And <laughs> shout that proof. Hey, that was eerie. Hey, hey, it is what it is, man. I, it is I what it is. Like that. It is what it is. But let's 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 get into our next segment real quick. Uh, Jerome, I hope you stick around. Um, but I love, love this time of year. Um, it's We are at the mid-year mark. We got six months down, six months to go. And I got to say, man, as far as hip-hop releases and albums this year, the first half has truly been fire. I don't know what the second half has in store for hip-hop releases, but the f- first year is, first half rather has, of, of 2022 has over-delivered. Um, I had a very hard time putting my top 10 list together for best hip hop albums of the year so far. But I wanted to uh, give the floor to you all since it's that time of year where we start weighing in on the best releases. You know, typically I ask you all to rank these 10 to 1 if you can. Would I would <laughs> would I be correct in saying you all did not do that? <laughs> I only did five. I thought we were doing five, not ten. Oh, you only do okay. Well, if you got five, let's let's we can do the five. My bad. Um I guess I'll go. I did actually put mine in order. Okay, all right. Y'all normally never do, so I I was just going out on a limb. And and usually I don't. You made a special request to do it, so I said fine, I'll go ahead and do it. But I reserved the right to reorder it. I about to say, I think I can do it too. Okay then. Alright, so I have uh, at number five, I got Benny the Butcher Tana Talk. Uh, number four, I got Pusha T. I can't remember. The, uh, oh, it's almost dry. That was the name of it. Uh, number three, I got Elzai and uh, Georgia Ann Muldrow, which I, was it? Uh, I forgot the name of it already. Zygeist. Zeitgeist, thank you. Uh, and then tied for number one. Well, actually, I'm gonna go. I ain't time. I'm, I'm gonna go number two, Lupe. Number one. I'm sorry. Um, number two, Kendrick. Number one, Lupe. Now, disclaimer: I'm putting Lupe number one because I'm doing the prisoner of the moment thing intentionally <laughs> because I know there was a discussion about those two, and I have, I haven't digested both of them enough. So I'm just going to put Lupe at number one because that was the last one I heard. Plus, I'm in the middle of the mall. Okay. So you really love that Lupe? I enjoyed it a lot. Um, now, it will not be number one by the end of the year, I'm pretty sure. But just for for the sake of having to number them one through five, I'm putting Lupe at number one right now. Okay. Okay. Can you speak on your number? Number one and number two picks, Kendrick and uh, and Lupe. Because there's a I, this I find this interesting, Jamil, because there's a discussion going on in the hip hop community right now on which album was better and why. As you know, Lupe and Kendrick always had this like big brother little brother dynamic, 
and Kendrick's fans and Lupe fans kind of, <laughs> you know, they don't yeah. rock with each other. Right. I think um, the the reach of the Kendrick album, I think, was a greater one than what the reach of Lupe's album would have done. Um, but if you're just talking like lyrics, I think Lupe might have got him on this one. Like I said, both of these, I got I to gotta let both of these sit a little bit because um, they're, they're such... It's such a hot button issue with the Kendrick, and it's a tough listen, yo. Like, I to to really dissect the Kendrick. At least for me, I can't just listen to that over and over again, right? I need some space in between. <laughs> I need some space in between the time that I listen to it. Whereas uh, with the Lupe, I could listen to that back to back with no problem. And it does definitely touch on you know some some topics, and you know we get deep, like the the on phone for instance. I think was a. Um, you know, really poignant track to have made, and it speaks to a lot of the, the problems that these young rappers are dealing with. Um, so it's 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 just as topical, um, but it, it's easier it's easier to digest. I would say. Okay, okay. What pushed Pusha into your top five? He sells drugs to the community. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I'm gonna be honest. There are uh, some some other yeah, worthy candidates, and I just did not listen to as much uh, uh, as many of the new albums as I needed to. So there are some that probably um, went under the radar for me, like the Zarface, for instance. I didn't um, I didn't include that just because I don't. I know I listened to it, but I don't remember it. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in the Zarface. Maybe that's why I didn't remember it. Okay, all right. So, um, all right, yeah. Sell drugs to the community music. Yeah. Hey, you know we we always rock with that. Um, I mean, you need to have some balance, is all. Got to. I'm, I'm, got I'm to. here for the positivity, but we got to go to the gutter occasionally. You got to. I find it interesting that your top three, though, Elzai, Kendrick, and Lupe, are all what could be considered uh, conscious MCs. In the last two of dope dealers. Why am I in the last two of dope dealers? <laughs> hip hop, hip hop is in an interesting space right now. There almost seems to be like the culture is almost. It's, it feels like it's trying to hit the reset button, kind of. And it's like, yes, it feels that way to me too. Uh, even, but even with the coke rappers, the 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 bar game is just so much more elevated now. You've got the coke rappers who are bringing dope lyrics, but you also got these conscious MCs who are making very great artistic statements this year, like Elzai, like Lupe, like Kendrick. So this is a very interesting top five. Reggie, um, I'm gonna jump over to you. And I love okay. that we have this mix of people on today's show. The cover, our mid-year, our, our, uh, our mid-year best album list of 2022 so far. Because as you all probably already know, listening to the show, we are not a hive mind podcast. We have very many different divergent point of views and tastes. So Reggie, I'm very anxious to hear who who made your top five of 2022 so far. Okay, so if I had to if I had to number it, um and and mind you, I didn't listen to um the um, what's the name fully? Uh, what's that? Lupe. I didn't listen to Lupe fully. I, I, I started it, didn't really get a chance to sit with it, so I I can't uh, necessarily include it. Um, but I, I put Tana Talk 4, 5, 
Uh, I put Sai Ari the Kid, uh, The Shadow and the Shade, four. I thought that I, was last year. No, nah, that was this year, right? 2022? Okay. Yeah, that was this year. For some, oh, yeah. I got to change my list then. <laughs> I, for some reason, I really thought that was from last year. Yeah, I got to change nah. my list. My bad. Go ahead. I, uh, I put that four. Um, you know what? No, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to change this up a little bit. I'm sorry, cause I, cause otherwise I'm not gonna have um, enough to throw in here. So, um, with that being said, I think I'm gonna put I'm gonna put five. I'm gonna put uh I'm gonna put Coast Contra five. Apartment mm. five oh five. I'm gonna put side. I mean, I'm gonna put Tenor Talk four. As four, Sai already kid is three. I'm gonna put, I'm going to put Logic Vinyl Days two and push them one. Mm. Ooh, okay, all right, all right. Man, this is an interesting top five. Coast Contra cracked your top five. I yeah, like you know. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I did not see that coming, but I'm not surprised. That album has been getting a lot of high praise. You were the one who actually put me onto them and, and that album. Can you speak on how to, how and why that made your top five? So I I mean I'm pretty sure it's not going to hold, um, but um, just given what they did in so short of amount of time, as well as um, I haven't seen a group of individuals collectively that are you know like a rap group, an actual rap group, not a made up rap group come together and make you know a good project and so long like they deserve the recognition mm -hmm. so um i mean you know what i'm saying their topics are very relatable um you know it's very boom bappish of course and they can spit you know what i'm saying so again i just feel like they was worth they they definitely worth putting in and in, in terms of a you know what i'm saying half of the year review type uh top five situation Indeed, indeed. All right, I respect it, man. Now, the Sayari, can you speak on that a little bit? I know we talked at length off wax about the Sayari the Kid album, The Shadow in the Shade. What can you tell the listeners about what to expect from that album? Um, man, Sayari the Kid, man, again, another person that, I mean, he's, you know, you look at his discography, he's been doing it for a long time. Uh, he wasn't always rapping, I guess, you know, from that, uh, I don't know if you want to say Drake lineage or whoever else used to sing and rap at the same time. You know, Kanye, you could say, you know, a lot of people, but I guess he decided to rap solely on this album. And again, you got another person who is talking about very relatable topics, but at the same time, it is, you know, the lyrics is there, the music is there. I mean, for it to be, I forgot how many tracks it is, but it's like something ridiculous, like 20 like tracks. 20 something tracks. Yeah, like for it to be that many tracks and it's that good, you know what I mean? Like, normally you be like, oh no, I'm skipping past this. And you might say like, man, out of 20 tracks, I skipped like seven, so it's a good album. Like, no, this album is actually good from start to finish. And that's kind of hard to do, man. And again, it's a person that you really never even heard of. And he just kind of came out the blue with a project and for it to be this good, it's like, it has to be mentioned. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be mentioned. So. Indeed, indeed. All right, uh, your number one spot, push your T, man. I'm not, I'm not terribly surprised that you're number one. Um, there was, I'm trying to think if there was another album I thought you would have had at number one, but 
you said you you got to give it a more thorough listen. Speaking of Pusha T, what 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 knocked that up to the number one album of the year for you so far? Uh, you know what? Like to be honest with you, I keep listening to it. Um, you know, a lot of times that's what it boils down to. Like you know, you can listen to other music, and you know, music come out every Friday or every Friday rather, and um. And so, you know, you, 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 from time to time, check different projects out and, you know, you find things that you like and so forth. But I keep coming back to it, whether it's like I'm exercising, I'm riding my bike or, you know, uh, just about to ride in the car and, you know, you just got it clean and you want to listen to something like, hey, I keep going back to it. And then it didn't help that I went to the concert this year for $11. And oh, saw wow. him put on a performance that, you know, was worthy of his caliber. Like, I, you know, again, not to, you know, expect myself to even go to a, somewhat of a Pusha T concert. But like when I went and it's like he started playing music that you almost forgot that he did. As well as, you know, you find out like, man, his discography is kind of long, too. When you start adding the clips music and then to see how many people he actually reached with his music in terms of like, I mean, of course we already know like probably 80% of the people that go to concerts is white people. But the fact that you see white people rapping coke lyrics the way they rapping them do, it's just by far like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, but it just says you show that like his, his reach or his fan base is a lot stronger than what people really probably think. And I just, man, it, it was a solid project, man. Start to finish. Okay, okay, understood, understood. And and um, Vinyl Days is just, I don't know, man, it's like, to me, it just embodies everything hip-hop. So, I, I again, it just, I mean, like uh, Jamil said, maybe a prisoner of the moment, but the fact that I gave it a really thorough listen to it, I wasn't doing nothing as I was listening to it, and it was that impressive, like, I just, it, it cracked, it, it got to two. Okay. Yeah, I was I was I was pleasantly surprised by the logic. Um I'll get on that a little later. Uh oh, Vince. I still, have, I still haven't gotten it. That's what I didn't that I have wanted to listen to that I forgot about. And I guess I'll listen to it tomorrow. Um <laughs> But my, my listen to that logic. Hey man, uh, Jamil, man. It's nothing but good things about it. Jamil, you'll be shocked, man. I I, I have heard good things about it. You'll be I'm shocked. With Jamil. I'm, I'm with Jamil on that. Ian told Listen. me it was good, and I was shocked. I was like, it is? <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm telling y'all, man, like, you, it, it's no way for you to be a hip-hop fan and, like, like it. And In fact, you're probably going to hate the fact that you do like it, but that's how good it is. You're probably right about that. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll listen to it tomorrow. That's, yeah, that's, I'm going to listen to it tomorrow. But uh, honorable mention that Bodie James... Cause that was actually very pleasantly surprising. I mean, I didn't I have. You. I told you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and thanks, Reggie, again uh, for that. No, that, that was, was me, that, nigga. <laughs> that was both of y'all, man. That was that was you by. Uh, that, well, I mean, you and you you and Red, cause y'all, man, y'all always make me step outside. You know, I hear certain names. It's like I'm not gonna seek that out. But y'all, I'm glad. I'm glad I listen. I take you guys' advice. That's why. That's the only reason I'm listening to that logic tomorrow. <laughs> but um, this is another one of your advice that made me uh actually put it on the list. I got seven of them. But uh, another honorable mention is that that Coast Country because you do have to uh you got to give cool uh kudos to that because 
they um that that was a good album. That was a fun album, I would say. Um, but uh, I got seven. So number seven, that Paul Wall man, I start to finish. I I keep going back to it. Yeah, indeed. I keep going back to it. It's just such a surprise for me. Like Paul Wall has captured my attention. <laughs> and I get shocked that I even say that out loud. Oh, but yeah, it, it, it's a good album. So then I got number six, uh, Lupe on phone now. It's like, it was, it was just, it was just very slow, but it's very dope. Like Lupe is always gonna be on the, the upper echelon of, of lyrics though. So you know you're gonna get that. There's gonna be a lot of stuff that go over your head. You gotta listen to it about five times just to catch 80% of what he said in the song. Um, so that's always gonna be there. But man, that, that 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 made it to the list. Number five is the uh push your T, it's almost dry. There's nothing really too much to that I can say that hasn't already been said. What I like about the album though is that the uh, production is very like it's you wouldn't think that he would choose the, the choose the selections he had, you know. What he the songs he selected, you wouldn't think that he would, but it like it blends well as a uh, a complete album. And like Pusha T, although he is a coke rapper, that boy can spit, man. He can write. Like he, it's, it's layers to what he does. It's just that a lot of people just don't want to give him that. And um, his brother might have had he, he might have top five verses of the year. Mm-hmm. Like Malice need to come on back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If y'all heard it, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, that was just, mm-hmm. that it right came there. back with a vengeance. Yeah. So now we on number four. I meet you with the love of God, but I kill you all or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, man, you gonna make me listen to it after we get off the uh, podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm at number four. That Nas, that magic, man. That, Ooh, that was that was 2021. That was 2021? Yes, sir. It's like the end of the year. Well, can we just round up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll ride, we'll ride with it. I, I don't want to mess up your list. Nah, that's all good. Then that just brings it and down. Magic, the, magic was fire, though. It just brings it down to the last three. And I hate to do this, but number three was that side already kid. Shadows in the shade. Um, it made it made the top three, made the top three for sure. Uh, what I loved the, the like what I loved about it is the part that I kind of that kind of started making me put it at number three. The fact that it was so long, but you didn't you you really can't you don't you really don't have any skippables is what made it so dope. But it also is like it's just really it is really long. Um, it is a really long album to listen to. So unless you got somewhere far to go, you know, you kind of got to put it on pause to listen to the whole thing, especially like like the way a grown man's life is now. Like you ain't got time to listen to that entire album on the, on one sitting, you know, almost anymore. So like, that's why that, that stayed at number three. Number two, that comp, that uh, Benny the Butcher, Tanner Talk 4. I got to listen to that. Mm. I got to listen to that. That's what, the Tana talk? 
haven't heard it yet. I gotta listen to it. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, you gotta listen to that. That yeah, Tana talk, you gotta, your, you gotta get your life together, Jerome. Well, butcher come. Oh, <laughs> I gotta go to work at four o'clock in the morning. The butcher come. Got one Look, album every week. Man, that that butcher. Whenever he says that, man, it get I get revved up. It's like let's go, you know. <laughs> That's like the perfect uh, ad lib. But uh, yeah, that tenor talk, it speaks volumes to me because, you know, everybody just want to look at him and just say he had co- he just he rap about coke. But no, he was he was touching on a, a number of different points. Sound like he, it seemed like he had a little chip on his shoulder. Like, man, y'all need to y'all need to finally give us our respect. Like we Indeed. we did it we did it our way. We did it against the grain too, and and and, and look at where we at, you know. West Side Gun had the formula, we followed it, and now we all millionaires because of it. You know. But the number one is that Kendrick. I was, I mean, J. Cole, he dropped his in 2021 too, so that didn't make it the offseason. But uh that Kendrick, man, I, I think that's number one. Like, even if I don't listen to it as much as the other albums, like what he did in that album is so high level and grand scale that you know to me it, it only would fit on number one so far i totally get it i totally get it all right so at number seven you got paul wall and terminology start to finish number six you got lupe drill music and zion number five push your t uh it's almost dry number four Nas magic even though that's technically 2021 I, I, I overlooked that. Number three, we got Sai Ari the Kid, The Shadow in the Shade. Number two, Benny the Butcher, Tana Talk 4. And number one, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers. I yeah. like it, man. I like it. All right. Uh, so yeah, we got three different number ones at this point. Jamil had Lupe at one. Reggie had Pusha at one. You got Kendrick at one. I'm um, actually going to have to alter my number one, bro. I, I, I apologize. Oh, go right ahead. Um, so I'm gonna change my list real quick. Number one is that that uh, Sai already did. I, I, for some reason thought that came out late 2021, so I didn't include it. So that knocks off the Tana talk for me. So we go Sai Ari, Lupe, Kendrick, uh, Elzai, Pusher. Oh, okay, all right. Still all right. all three different number one. All right, man. Yeah, okay. right. You like the sorry that much? Wow. I did. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jerome. Did you have top five? A uh, top five list of 2022 so far? Uh, I gotta do it quick because these kids act crazy. So um, <laughs> I got number one. I got the Kendrick. I got Lupe number two. Elzai number three. Push T number four. And I think the one that you suggested to me over Dave House. I think that's 2022, the Fly Aikens. Fly Anakin. Fly Anakin, yeah. That's the one, that, that's in 2022, right? Yep. Yeah, that, that yeah. made it. Yeah, okay then. So yeah, I got that as number five. All um, right. Frank. The Frank album. Okay, I like that was, it. That was a great suggestion too. Throwing that out there. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> All right, so Jerome, for his mid-year list at number five, he's got Fly Anakin with Frank. Number four, he's got Pusha T, it's almost dry. Number three, LZI, Zeitgeist. Number two, Lupe Fiasco, Drill Music and Zion. And number one, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers. All right. 
All right. Yeah, I like these lists, man. All right. For myself, I do have 10 albums. Um, I'm going to just jump into them real quick. At number 10, I have uh, Paul Wall and Terminology Start to Finish. That album was the surprise of the year. The production on there is Butter. Uh, Paul Wall's flow and draw just matched perfectly with Status Selectors, Soulful, Boom Bad Beats. Like, I, I enjoyed this project thoroughly. And um, yeah, I'm not going to make no apologies for it. Um, at number nine, I got Benny the Butcher, Tana Talk 4. Uh, this was higher on my list, but it's been so much dope stuff coming out. It kind of got pushed down and it's a very outstanding release. I just got to I don't I don't revisit it as much as I revisited the other stuff on on the list that's above it. So that's why Tana Talk number four lands at number five and number eight. I got Pusha T. It's almost dry. Kind of the same. The reason it's so low is kind of the same reason as the Benny. But I, I listened to it again this week as I was putting my list together to see where I was going to place it. And I, I can't front on the production on this, man. The production on this album is phenomenal. Um, the last two tracks kind of falter a bit. But up up until that point, man, he gives you some like high end hip hopery. You know, if that's even a word. But this this album was just dope, kind of start to finish. Um, and number seven, I got Logic with Vinyl Days. I didn't want to be a prisoner of the moment and pushing it into my top five. I was contemplating putting it in my top five because I really was thoroughly impressed. I do have some critiques of it. I feel he kind of went overboard with some of the skits. And there was one or two tracks I, I honestly was not feeling. But outside of that, this album is solid. This might even be his best release to date. I think I do like this morning, Young Sinatra 4. Um, it's just, it checks, all, it checks all the boxes. Production, dope. Bars, dope. Delivery, dope. Yeah, it's it's a good album, man. It's, it's an objectively good hip hop album. Like I, 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 I had text Reggie about it after he told me about it. Albums like this, very rarely do I keep looking at the song credits to see who produced this song, who produced that song, because every beat that was coming on was like such a dope head nodder. I'm, I'm like, man, I got to find out who did production on this. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I got Logic Vinyl Days. At number six, I got Your Old Droog with Yod Wave. Now, this was an EP. So it technically wasn't a full length album, but it is a release that I kept revisiting this year. Um, I think it's one of his best releases to date. He's a, he's a slept on uh, MC and lyricist, and and this 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 project is one of the crown jewels in his discography. Yod Wave, and number five, I have Lupe Fiasco, Drill Music in Zion. I wanted to put this a little higher on the list, but I didn't want to be a prisoner of the moment. I want to give it a little bit more time to kind of sit with me. I have listened to it all the way through about four or five times. So that should tell you something. Like I, I am enjoying this project thoroughly. Lupe's come back down to earth and I, I, I love it. I love it. Um, he, he hooked back up with soundtrack and soundtracks in his bag, you know, like as far as production. Um, if you have not heard your music in Zion yet, please, please check it out. At number four, I got Bodie James, Killing Nothing. Uh, this album goes super hard. It's dark and somber, but overall, it's just, it's it's a lyrically complex and dense album. Like, and, you know, he's just talking about street stuff. 
but but his wordplay is is just this dude just keeps getting better and better with time and i i like the production of real bad man i think it, it i think it kind of suits bodie's flow better than alchemist's production to be perfectly honest um but yeah bodie james killing nothing at number four and number three i got fly anakin with frank um like i said before this is one of the best produced albums i've heard this year I know, I know Fly Anakin's delivery can be a little grating for some people, but I don't know. Once, once I got used to it, it was like, it was smooth selling after that. I, I, I really, really messed with this album hard. It's another album that I, I've, I've given repeated listens to this year because of the, the very lush and, and just thick, soulful production, man. Uh, very sample heavy and very just just funky and soulful number two i got elzai with zeitgeist uh again uh you know uh f- very dope funky production uh great you know well-placed vocal features hot rhymes from just beginning to end elzai is at the top of his game and man he he makes he makes dope lyrical rap just sounds so easy to do but i you know it's not but yeah, it just makes it sound that. easy and number one, I got Kendrick Lamar with Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. You know, I understand this ain't that hot with the young folks, but uh, as far as the conversations it's been sparking in hip hop and what it's the themes that he visits, I, I I have no choice but to put it in number one. This is kind of this is kind of why I gave it the nod over the Lupe so far. As dope as the Lupe is. Lupe is hitting all the same notes he's hit before. We're speaking against violence in hip hop or the glorification of violence, uh, the glorification of materialism. Now, granted, he's doing it in a very dope way and at times very melodic way. But Kendrick Lamar is touching on things that, frankly, I have not heard been touched on or at least on the mainstream platform in rap right now so i think it was a more daring album i think it was a more cathartic and therapeutic album and i love it you know i, I think there needs to be more albums like this in hip-hop you know and i'm uh, i'm, I'm, I'm kind of tired of the slander man i'm kind of tired of the kendrick slander now as far as that's my number one as far as honorable mentions i got five dog with forever uh very dope posthumous album i was a little worried about it at first but it turned out to be a very good listen. I also have Billy Woods with Aethiopis. If you're in the left field, you know, experimental hip hop, you're likely gonna love this. Billy Woods is, is an outstanding storyteller and lyricist. I'm glad my, that my palate has kind of evolved over the years to learn how to appreciate stuff like this. Cause once upon a time, I would not have given an album like this a second thought. But Billy Woods, Aethiopis, also Quail Chris, uh, Death Fame, um, very dope album. Just when you break down the album title, you'll see what the whole concept of, uh, of the album is about. But I love it. I, I love uh, that 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 Quelle Chris. Uh, I also have the God Fahim with Six Ring Champ. This is just some dope meat and potatoes hip hop. M- An MC just flexing his skills over some some you know sample heavy boom bad beats. It just it just scratched a certain itch for me. The guy Fahim, Six Ring Champ. And I also have Conway, God Don't Make Mistakes. Um, I really like this album. Like, I don't reach for it as much as I as the other albums on the list. But when every time I listen to it and give it a, a, a run through, I'm like, you know what? This was 
this was pretty good. And then, and then my last honorable mention, Sai Ari the Kid, The Shadow in the Shade. It was actually at my number 10 spot, but it got bumped off by the uh, Paul Wall on terminology. But I got nothing but respect for this album. I got nothing but respect for Sai Ari the Kid. I... I've I've vocalized some of my critiques of this album before on the show as far as it just being kind of like a very somber listen and a very involved listen. So I have to be in a mood to listen to it. And that's kind of why I didn't make my top 10. But man, I, it, it's still a quality album. The headline that I read Ian hates uh, the struggles of black men. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> right. Y'all can come after me and cancel me. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, it's, it's so weird because my number one was Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Moran, the Big Steppers. And it's like, when you listen to that album and you listen to the side, Ari, they've both kind of experienced very traumatic things, you know, it, on different levels and at different stages of their life. And both of those albums cover black trauma extremely well. It's just, I don't know, man, something about that Kendrick just went down a little easier. The uh, sub sub headline for that is uh, <laughs> Ian is a Kodak black man. <laughs> <laughs> Ian race supports made number one. Hey. Ian race supports rapist Kodak black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all right now. This logic album will better be hidden to listen to thirty tracks. Thirty tracks. Well, man, a lot it, of it is skits. Like, like I said, it's very skit heavy. Thirty. It's not. It's not. It's not what you think. It's not what okay. you think, though, bro. Uh, okay. Like, like the yeah. It's like it'd be three like days, 15, man. A, a track is like fifteen seconds, and then it'll go into something else. Like oh, it's not. Yeah. It's not what you think it is. Right. I got intimidated. Like, man, I don't know. I just told him I'm gonna commit to this. I'm gonna back out of that real quick. Nah, because I think the. <laughs> I think the actual songs, the the the, it's only an hour long. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised nobody mentioned the Denzel Curry. Uh, nobody mentioned the Saba. I, I never listened. I didn't listen to the Denzel Curry or the Saba. I plan on listening to. It. I just haven't downloaded it yet. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I forgot about the Saba. The Denzel Curry, I didn't listen to though. I like I got Saba downloaded, but I just just never made my way to it. Okay, I'm also surprised nobody mentioned uh, uh, currency and Alchemist. Yeah, that it, was good. That was if I was gonna do it. If I was gonna do a ten, if I was gonna do a ten, would have made it for sure. Yeah, that was one of my honorable mentions, but I have forgot. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, but um, this year has been exceptional, man, for hip hop. Like I said, I don't know what the second half as in store i know black thought is supposed to drop in august Nas king's disease 3 is supposed to drop this year i think rap i'm pretty sure rhapsody has an album dropping this year so man like 2022 so far to me has kind of over delivered it's it it really has i had a hard time putting together this list i i i I put together 10 albums and i didn't even have sayari or conway in there you know what i mean so I know by the end of the year, I'm probably going to have at least 20 albums I'm going to be naming off that, you know, are must-hear albums. But, yeah, people, check check these albums out if you have not already. I, I co-sign everybody's list <laughs> right here. 
Jamil, that's a bold move putting Sayari at number one. But hey, I respect. I respect. Man, that Sayari is phenomenal. It is, it is an incredible project, man. <laughs> as long as yeah. ever, but it is somber. I mean, that's that's, it is. that's for it sure. Is. It's not it's not an easy listen. I was I, he I was just I know real quick. I was listening to the song and he was talking about remember he was talking about uh I think it was his girlfriend that died. Yeah. And, and him meeting his, her mother and comforting her, he ended up sleeping with her. Yeah, man, that moms. Like, yeah, man, yeah. That yeah, is yeah, like yeah. one of the hardest things I've ever heard in my life, dude. I was yeah. like, yo, that is crazy. Yeah, that blew me away. I'm like, Gee, I'm I was like, listening to that. But, I said, hey, man, that is deep as ever. I was listening <laughs> to that in the parking like, lot that at the last... that, that is given all the time, though. Like, yo, be careful with with grief, right? You get you trauma no, bond and no. stuff to happen. That's a fact. No, that, that's what I'm saying. It was so real in hearing it. Like, you knew he was telling the truth. Like, that's what yeah, I was getting yeah. at. Like, this wasn't no, like, fabricated lyric that, like, oh, I got uh, a 42,000, you know what I'm saying, worth of jewelry. Right. You know what I mean? Like, a wife right. or whatever. Like, this was, like, so real. This is like, yo, he got to be telling the truth in this. Like, nobody would make right. this up. At all. So, yeah, I, I was listening to that in the parking lot of food for last hour. Like my mouth was just <laughs> open Man. when he dropped when he when he ended that verse. I'm like, wow, that's dude been through some stuff. But we are gonna go ahead. I gotta I gotta put this last topic on ice. Of course, I wanted to do a, a segment dedicated to the lyricist lounge and his 30 year legacy. But we're gonna we're gonna tackle that on a future show. But let's go ahead. Let's dive into our album face off for the night. And um, I decided to put two East Coast veterans up against each other this week uh, with their albums that they both released kind of late in their careers. Um, in one corner, we have Redman with his album Malpractice going up against Buster Rhymes and his album Anarchy. Now, the Redman Malpractice album was his fifth solo LP uh, released May 22nd, 2001 on Def Jam Records clocking in at 25 tracks in 78 minutes. Was it 25 tracks or 18? It was 23, right? 23 tracks. I'm sorry, 23 tracks. a lot. I know that. I can't even read my own handwriting. In 78 minutes, produced by Eric Sermon, Rock Wilder, Socrates, uh, DJ Twins, Diverse, and Adam F. And in the other corner, Buster Rhymes' Anarchy, was his fourth solo LP released June 20th, 2000 on Electra Flipmo Records, clocking in at 22 tracks in 78 minutes, featuring production by Jay Dilla, Large Professor, Just Blaze, Scott Storch, DJ Scratch, Knotts, and Rock Wilder. So, uh, I'm gonna give it up to you all between these two albums, Red Man Malpractice and Buster Rhymes Anarchy, which one were y'all feeling more and why? Should I go I'll further? go. Oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, I'll go there. Because y'all already know. Y'all already know I'm going to pick Buster. Um, right, right, right. Y'all already know that. But I still got to talk about the album. So um, Red Man's Malpractice was typical Red Man, you know. His skits are hilarious. I will say that. Red <laughs> Man is just, he's funny. He's comical. Um he actually was able to make some goofy movies because of his kind, you know. He was able to parlay that into some movies. Um, but I think I think his style started to uh, 
his style in, uh, in 2001, it started, like 2001 started to evolve into something else past what, what his style was at that time, um, if that makes any sense. Like he, you know, he was more, he still talked about street stuff, but he still had a little Humpty Dumpty in his, you know, in his thing, you know what I'm saying? If you, you know, if you catch my drift, it was like, it was real hyperbolic with some of the stuff he did, it was kind of witty. I remember back in the day, he had like some comparisons to like, he was the closest, he was like the closest to Eminem in terms of his, the way he rapped, saying certain things as a black man. But I don't want to get too far away from the album, but it was it was a good album. Don't get me wrong. It was a good album. I like, but Busta, man, that anarchy? Come on, what? I I feel like everybody's going to say the Busta is the, is the win this time. I'm probably going to be wrong. Uh, <laughs> but Busta Rhymes, he, he challenged himself on this one because he... This was like an evolution of uh, the way he rapped too. And he had, I think he got way more memorable songs on this album than than uh, Red Man's Mount Practice. He got some songs that you even forget about, but then you hear them again and you be like, oh yeah, I forgot about this one. Um, you know that, uh, the way that the, the way that the album started was, was, was nice. But you got the, uh, that blot out, come on now. Yeah. That fire, show me what Hello. you got. That, uh, oh, then one of those quiet songs that nobody even realized was, realized there was a big shock was that DMX and Jay-Z, that Why We Die. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's verse was so, it was so intimate to me. Like he hmm. really, he kind of reached out and, and gave gave a little bit of himself with that um, with that verse that you didn't necessarily see that openness a lot with him, and it just it th- it threw me off when I when I first heard it. that D- DMX verse was it was perfect for him to be the first one to start off on that song. Yeah. Um, then you that make noise with Lenny Kravitz. Come on. Like, oh man, I hated that track. Oh, I love that man. That beat was just crazy. Like, what? Nobody, nope. That came out of nowhere. That's definitely stadium music, like you said on that. Yeah, that's that's good live performance music. Like, if you had a band, that would be crazy. But like, then at uh, the heist, Ghostface, Jaquan, yeah. come on now, Rock Marciano, man, this album right here is just. This was like Buster Rhymes at his peak, but also as he shifted into something else, because it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like his first three albums. So, I, but I, I get I um I don't even give the nod to to Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes won. <laughs> I like it. Definitive. <laughs> all right, all right, understood. Jamil, did you want to weigh in? Yeah, I can. Uh, I'd like to start off saying I never liked malpractice, so this is gonna be real easy. I like I I remember buying it and it just I just didn't rock with it at the time, so it sat in the CD <laughs> in the CD book forever, and I, I didn't revisit it very often. Where the Anarchy got a lot of burn, um, so I listened to them both this week, 
how do you go wrong with Dilla beats and you know like Ghostface features and that that uh, dance hall joint that they did on Anarchy. Uh, what was the name of it? Uh, I can't remember the track names anymore, but uh, definitely has some some eclectic sounds on there on that Anarchy. Uh, but definitely a few misses. Um, Swiss Beats was in rare form. <laughs> and by and by rare form, I mean he was awful on this album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a couple, a couple Yeah, he, he could have not been on there at all. But going back to the, uh, yeah, the bus that probably had the highest highs. Um, the malpractice definitely had those those funny skits on there, uh, especially the <laughs> the one about the driver. My money, oh, yeah. shit. Uh, my money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> uh, so let me stop playing. Yo, this malpractice was way better than I remembered. Um, I can't even. I can't even front. I was gonna try to try to zigzag y'all like I normally do, but um, I really, really, really enjoyed malpractice. I don't know what what changed. Like why I didn't like it so much at the time, but I really did not like the album. But I really did enjoy it this week when I, um, you know, I listened to it for the face off. And the anarchy doesn't hold up as well as I thought. Like there's a lot of skippables on there. There's some really high highs on it. You know, the fire and uh, get out is a fun song. The heist is probably the best track on there, but it's. It's just, it, it had too many skips. I actually had to go with the malpractice. Surprisingly shocked the crap out of me, but I'm going mm. malpractice on this you, one. You, you think it had more skips than a malpractice? Yes. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, like, wow. Um, the the um the one you just named, and I was like, I didn't like that one. Uh, show me what you got. I didn't like show me what you got. I like the beat. Um, I didn't like his flow on there. I, I didn't like the flip mode song that much. I didn't like yeah. oh, man. the the first the first Swiss Beats joint that he made. I didn't like that one. Well, uh, you know what? I don't like. I you know if you 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 choose who you choose, but I feel like the only reason he had this album had more skippables is because you know the album more. I thought that at first. Like I was just skipping past stuff because I I remembered it, but it's tracks that I remember listening to back in the day, like a lot, and I was like, I'm just not feeling it no more. I, I think um, I maybe my palette has changed. There you go. That's what happened. But this one, yeah, I think I think the malpractice got it. Mm. Plus, right. it had a Missy Elliott feature on that, so how can you lose? <laughs> Indeed, a fire one too. Yeah, she yeah, she started off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, true. that's true. Fire one too. That whole that whole track. Oh man, we it comes on. Ooh, okay. All right. We got us a competition here. All right. Jerome, between malpractice by Redman and Anarchy by Buster Rhymes, which one were you feeling more and why? Well, uh, I'm gonna choose Buster Rhymes. I love I love the hit flip mode joint. I love the uh, Ready for War with uh, MOB. I love the DMX joint. He got too many hot joints. And 
And I do believe, you know, Buster Ryan was always cold, but he was on a whole different other mode um, on this Anarchy album than uh, the Red Man album. Um, pretty much, uh, I don't want to, you know, be the dead horse because, uh, you know, Vincent and, and Jamil kind of got on each point, but I, I choose the, uh, the Buster Ryan album. Okay. All right. Understood. Understood. All right, Reggie, man, between these two albums, man, which one were you feeling more and why? Um, I, I chose the, the Buster, man. This was like uh, the battle of the voice inflection. Man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, you know what I'm saying? They, You know, of course, both of them are respectable lyricists. Um, but I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Like, man, I never got down with Red Man. Like, I don't know what it is about him. I just can't rock with them for a whole entire album. It's, I don't know why. It's, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna try again to like really do so, but it's just hard, man. It's hard. Um, I don't know if it likes. The, I don't know if it likes the energy that he needs. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's sometimes he's just too silly. You know what I'm saying? It's more, you know, than he is. You know, when he giving you, like, you know that that real bar work not, not to say that he don't do it when he being silly you know what i'm saying but he it's just that you know for whatever reason that he's just not my cup of tea as as they say but uh so i'm going with the buster though <laughs> okay man. yeah it's just there's no other way to explain it <laughs> i understood understood <laughs> Well, for me, this was a very enjoyable uh, album face-off because there was a lot of forgotten heat on, on both these albums. The Busta, it started out very strong, but it started to rust a little bit around track six. And I remember when I heard this album, I remember being, I remember thinking like this was a, a noticeable step down from ELE and when disaster strikes in the coming and, and and you know as far as his previous work because it's not that there wasn't good songs on here but there were songs on here that sounded it, it was like the tale of two albums on here it's like you got some stuff on here you know courtesy of Dilla, courtesy of dj scratch that's very soulful and bouncy and bass heavy head nodders like live it up and enjoy the ride and show me what you got and the heist those songs are ageless <clears throat> but it also had a lot of dated joints like street ish and here we go again and all night and all my niggas it's like that very oh, you, you, you don't like that all night nah nah and oh, i didn't like that lenny kravis night. i didn't like that lenny kravis joint either buster was always you know leaving the leaving the reservation man like doing these rock uh collabos that were never good and there was just this there's song there's too many songs on anarchy that are just objectively just bad songs like just terrible songs like i counted no less no less than eight skips wow i don't know if i had eight i i had no no less than eight skips for so for me buster gives you some very good material on here you know like the songs i mentioned uh like bled out like get out you know, those are some very high highs, but the low lows are extremely low and just just downright terrible, you know. So for me, it kind of came down to consistency because with the red man, to be honest, I counted two, maybe three skips on the on the red man. That was uh, my effort. What, what I'm going to do now. 
terrible. And maybe two bricks, maybe. Hey, if they, if they, if you counted only two skips, it's about seven of seven, eight, nine of them that your finger was close. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 man. The, the the red man was funky. Like like I remember, I remember it thinking like, wow, Buster kind of lost a step when when I heard first heard this album, and I thought that again when I did did the replay. But with the red man, he say he was. He was only what maybe five years removed from muddy waters which is is his best album but he showed throughout this whole release that he's he was still firing on all cylinders and i enjoyed it immediately more than i enjoyed doc's the name whereas with anarchy it was just to me it was a notable step down despite the all-star list of producers that he, he got on here now vince you said something interesting you said it seems like he was trying to challenge himself more on this album and i agree with you on that and there's a lot of stuff on here that works as as a result of him challenging himself but there's a lot of stuff on here that don't work like the lenny kravitz joint like what what was that (laughs) bringing it up man like but what was that you know and then just a lot of the dated production you know now now songs like the heist i forgot this was even on anarchy i thought this was on some like you know one of those like Ghostface Wallaby chant mixtapes or something. I, I forgot that it was on here. Live It Up was a was is a forgotten gem. There is some good stuff on here, but the bad stuff is terrible. And the Red Man true. just didn't have as many skips. It, it it started strong. It ended very strong. You got the one two three punch of 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 Superman Lover five part one, and then they hit you with the part two, and then he ends the album with Smash Something. Which is a phenomenal closer. Then um, I never really liked Smash something like that. Like it's a great album closer because it's high energy, but I didn't like that one. Wow, wow. Okay, mm-hmm. you had Dogs with DMX. You had that B with Missy. You had uh, Jump with George Clinton. That um, was fun. Enjoy the ride with Method Man, Socrates, and Street Life. Like it's just so much heat on here man and like red man is in top form like throughout this whole album and it was just to me it was just better it was just bad malpractice to me was always a very underappreciated and unfairly hated on album but man it's some fire on here man it's some real fire on here it's it's maybe his third best album i guess me and reggie just don't didn't get the memo then I just think y'all don't like Redman. I said me and Red because I mean like it's always been it's like it's always been something with me and Redman too like like never it wasn't like I never gave him his credit but you just don't you don't like his style? Oh no like I like his whimsical I like his witty stuff that he does but like I think he just plays too much. Like, stop, stop it. Like, you know, like, get down to it, man. You just like, don't like him, his face. You just don't like him. <laughs> I mean, you just don't like him as a person. Yeah. Not even that. Just like, he just, I mean, he, it's like, come on, man. Like, you older than me. And I'm telling you, like, stop. Like, just, just get to it, man. Like, we know you don't, but you won't. Like, it's the, the, the uh, comical stuff always precedes that in my opinion it's like man if it, if somebody just ever made this dude mad and he just went at it then that would be the red man i want i, I would want but like he just he leads with that comedy or that 
that wittiness and it gets in the way in my opinion so it's always it's just never been something where it's like i could just for me for me with an album album like malpractice this is his fifth album so it's like by that point you know what you're getting with red man you're you're thoroughly initiated with the whole red man shtick so yeah that's true I expect to get a certain amount of time foolery out of Red Man. Nah, that's true. But then it's also, since you know what you're gonna get, it's gonna be that that for some people that mindset is gonna be like, ah, here we go again. I don't know. You, you I go to Red Man for a very specific type of rap. You know, he scratches a certain itch for me, as I assume you go to Buster for. You know, but yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Nah, this, Buster, that's, Buster, that's my it was like. It was like there were some very dope tracks on here, and then it was just very dated subpar tracks. He could have benefited from trimming the fat a little bit, or making just making it a shorter album. Like, okay, I'm gonna stick with this style. I'm gonna stick with the Dilla production and the and the DJ Scratch production, and then I'm gonna take these other tracks and I'm gonna put them in, in the large professor joints, and then I'm gonna take these other tracks and I'm gonna put them on another project because it sounds very lopsided musically and sonically like like it's two different albums fighting each other on one album you know that's well, that's, that's what i got from anarchy yeah that's true but then again we talk about me and buster rhyme so like um it's i'm, I'm most likely i'm gonna be biased it's it, it gotta be but this. I, I like buster too but I, I i think his pen was getting a little his sword was getting a little rusty his darts was getting a little dull on this uh, I wouldn't say all that. I mean, this is right before we started to get Coke Boy Buster. And past the Cavassier Buster. Yeah, it was definitely a, he was shifting. It was a shift in it was a shift in uh in and it started too. on anarchy, I'm telling you. Yeah, it was a shift in hip hop period too. So like yeah. because the thing I the thing I noticed when you first when you first brought them this these when you first brought the brought it up. Buster versus Red Man. I was like, oh, okay, two goofy niggas. Um, but then when I thought about the album, I was like, well, this was the shift. This was the shift. Because, you know, when Buster first came out, he was doing the witty stuff too. Like, that's what it was back then. That's what that's what rap was in, in New York back then. It was a part of hip hop that was doing that. And Buster made the shift while red man was still doing it as the hip-hop was shifting and it felt like it was getting a little bit tired but i mean that's just my opinion i mean you can make the argument i I see what you're saying but the way it was perceived in certain circles i know i know a lot the circle i was kind of rolling in they perceived it as buster trying to ride a wave as opposed to okay buster's just kind of that's a style now we're evolving that's a good point too. You think he did that on Anarchy? No. In spots, yeah. Like what? Because I don't know if I agree with that necessarily. Yeah, I, think I don't think he did that on words. Anarchy. I agree. Like the other after Anarchy, yeah, but Anarchy, no, nah, I don't think he. Nah, I think that was a pretty, pretty busted yeah. type of album. I, I would say after that. Yeah. It ain't safe no more, and and Genesis mm-hmm. and all that for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I can I can hear it in spots on here. Oh, one one last thing before we get into what what you're bumping. 
I heard a conversation about that some some dudes were arguing about the difference between Logic's album that he just dropped and Lupe's album, and they were saying that like, okay, both check the boxes as far as beats and bars, but why is the Lupe different? And they were saying that basically like, because Lupe got soul, whereas like Logic is a technically proficient MC, but he just don't have a soul that Lupe got. It means you, know what, you know why people got that perception? That means something, though. Ship. Just because Logic keep jumping ship, man. He never stay in one lane. And that's why he got that he, No, 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 wait. On, on this album, he does stay in one lane. No, I, I'm, I'm talking about in general, like his whole catalog. Right, like, I know, like, but one day talking about, I'm talking about this specific album. Oh, okay. All right. Track for track, bar for bar against the Lupe. And I was, I thought about it. I was like, you're right. Production-wise, they're about even. Rhyme wise, you can't really pick pick you know anything apart from either MC, but something about the Lupe just and I, people might get mad at me for saying this, but it's something about black people being the actual cultural pollinators of everything that makes the difference. I'm gonna call yeah. in. Dr. It can Umar. make the difference. I don't think yeah, that it, it necessarily make the difference. Yeah, because you know what's funny is that Lupe. And the, you you can only say he, Logic might be the only only rapper that you can say Lupe has more soul than <laughs> you really think about Lupe's album. But I mean, he, it's, he, it's, he it's, ain't got more. It's two different sounds though. It's two different sounds though. It is. They don't even sound sonically. They don't even sound right. So you, it, it's way more introspective and in, in sounding than the Logic all day because of. The, the tone of the actual album. Right, the tone. They're both- The they tone both, is different. They both feature boom back and jazzy production, but there's just something different about the Lupe. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Well, I haven't heard no, the logic, but I, I know that I just, across his I just, discography, my bad, my bad. That's, that's a no, no. Uh, complaint that I've had about him in general. Like he just does a lot of soulless whining. Exactly. He's rapping his butt off. He's rapping his butt off on this album. And I'm not trying to take nothing away from Logic. What I'm saying, I <laughs> no. What I'm, I, I understand what you're saying though, Ian. But I'm speaking from. But what I'm saying is though, I'm saying, first of all, just in particular, this album, just the tones are different. When when Logic tries to talk about. I guess the things that would uh, be so somber or uh, impactful in terms of his music, in terms of his life, is discredited because he's not 100% black. You know what I'm saying? So he can't speak on the issues or people don't want to hear the issues that he has versus... I'm not talking about content. I'm not talking about content. I'm talking that's about... What, but that's what, it's, that's what it's boiling down to on this album. It's, it's no, 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 no. No, nah, they both I think have, that that's a culture thing too, because because they both look have J Cole. They both J. Cole have is also biracial. They both have very substantial, heavy content. They both have very cerebral content. But yeah, there's a certain there's a certain je ne sais quoi, a certain rhythm, as it were, that the Lupe possesses that is absent from the logic. But Can I ask you a question? Again, though, it's all about the tone of the, of the music, though. It has nothing to do with 
it is it's about the project itself and the tone that they set or they were trying to reach on the project but it, you can't put this project up against it and then question its tone or its its flavor if you want to say like you can't do it it's two different projects so can i ask a, a question to the two people that or the people that have heard it these both albums okay was logic gimmicky on this album no no. Because that's to me, that's logic's problem. Logic, mm -hmm. logic. So the difference in tone, whether it's the difference in tone between Lupe rapping and logic rapping is logic seems like he always wants to show you that he can rap. It's like, oh, I could do I could do double time too. Watch this. Uh no, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's kind of what Ian was saying before, just in terms of he was shocked that this album was so good because he, he yeah. wasn't doing that. Okay. But I'm just saying from, from a perspective of what I've heard from the Lupe and what I heard from the Logic, they are on two different wavelengths in terms of even subject matter. So you okay. can't compare okay. the two and okay. say one is this and one is not that because they're not even comparable. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If you was going to compare something, it would be more comparable to the Kendrick Lamar because of the subject matter, the tone, and everything. Now, so, I course, have heard I have heard people comparing it to the Kendrick as well. But the logic is more of like straight, like hip hop, like freestyling, or kind of like a party scene. It has nothing to do with that level of tone or subject matter, or you know what I'm saying, weight. I'm not even talking about subject matter though. I'm not even talking about content. I'm talking about a certain type of rhythm. That just uh, adds no. an extra little bit of oomph. No, I disagree. To any just, project, regardless of content. No, they're, they're, they just pick them. They just pick them. Yeah. Because, because Logic what, was what, in my what, top five, but then I heard the Lupe, and I'm like, okay, I got to bump the Logic out of my top five. But, yeah, but that's just, they just picking though. Yeah. Because, because, because the features, which I was going to talk about in What You Bumping, on What's the Name, you... The flavor and all that is in every last one of the tracks. You talking or, about or the features on the logic? Yeah, I'm talking about everything that he did. Show like, I mean, like I I put like this that project to me. When you listen to it, you can disagree with the statement that they are trying to make. You can't wait to hear this album. That's all. I, I, you, I, agree, you, I agree with yeah. you. I agree with you to an extent, Reggie. I do. You there, there's very little bad I can say about the logic, in all honesty. However, I'm I'm I, what I'm what I'm trying to draw the line here with is that there's a certain amount of soul and rhythm and dare I say okay. swag that certain artists have. <laughs> hey, there we go. But in what do you what do you see the rhythm though? I yeah, disagree with that though. Yeah. I yeah what do you consider rhythm though? Like I thought rhythm have to do with the in hip hop, my opinion, the the producing, the topic, the songwriting, the tempo. I thought all they have to do with rhythm. So Okay, I hear you dig over rhythm. So right if, if that's rhythm, I mean you you y'all understand what I'm saying? I've heard the logic album, so I, I, but I it might have rhythm. two different rhythms. There's a lot of things that rhythm, go into the, the gumbo of making a good rap album. Rhythm is rhythm and logic is and logic nails most of it. Okay, but that but when when like with gumbo, you know you got that you start off with that root, 
if they don't got that rule, it's just it's missing something. I disagree, man. And, and rhythm, I rhythm is logic out. Uh, rhythm is sixteen bar verses. Uh, I've counted a nineteen bar verse from Logic before, and that mess just does not make any sense to me. It just no, nah, it's that's what I'm saying. You don't get that at all from this, but. Again, I understand we talking about like soulfulness or like again like the rhythm. It's the but difference I, between Eminem and Ghostface. It's like yeah, can Eminem rap his butt off? Sure, but Ghostface just brings a little something extra to the table. I disagree. I disagree with that. And you know what I'm talking about? No, I disagree with that. Y'all don't frustrate, man. No, you in love with Ghostface? That's what. I'm trying. No, no, no. I, it's, it's, it goes beyond Ghostface to me. It goes beyond. No, I'm, I'm playing with you. Like, 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 because, because, because like Eminem. Say, Eminem I mean, is technically me, a more proficient me. rapper than most Def, but most Def just got that soul. He got that. He 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 knows how to fit into the. Pocket. But that's but but that's but yeah, that's their culture. I mean, it's like a. a it's like a culture thing, right? Nah, I mean that's the point that he's trying to make, or that people, right? Uh, some people, some people clap on the two and the four. Some people clap on the one and the three. That's all nah, I'm saying. But, but no, that's what I'm. <laughs> that's that's eight though. That's but I, I hear what you're saying, but I disagree with you on this album. And then I can do countless number of people <laughs> that would that would also say the same thing. Because I mean, we talked about this before with Mac. But Miller. those are, Mac those, Miller, are those are the same people who are like, oh, hip hop's for everybody. Like, yeah, okay. No, oh, no, no, no. I get what you're saying he and I'm not to... and Reggie I'm not trying to take nothing away from the logic it is a dope project it's one of the best projects I've heard this year like in all honesty but like it's just man it's just something about that Lupe and the and the and the melodies he's able to string together within the flow that he, he just he, he you know he he just gave me a little something extra I mean hey, I I agree with you from what I heard, but I'm also saying that if I'm in a certain mood to make music and that mood is set, I'm going to choose way different beats, way different sounds mm -hmm. to acquire what I'm already on. I agree it's with Reggie on that. When, when we're not in the same thought process. Right. Okay, what, did, what does that have to do with an artist's lack of rhythm or soul, though? What did, because well, it's a whole different level of Listen, you just said that this album has flavor and all this, and you're saying it's a credible album. So now it's going back to album for album. If it's going album for album, you can't compare the two. That's what I'm saying. But you can. I just did. You can't. You can't, man. <laughs> what I'm talking about, I guess what I'm talking about is certain intangibles that I hear in the music that and let me know, like, Okay, this artist is approaching the hip hop sound from an academic approach, and what he's studied and what he's he's a fan of. Versus, man, this dude's just got natural talent. This guy over, this other guy over here. That's a good way of explaining. It. That's a better way. Out of everything, I think it goes beyond studied. like natural talent, though, because that kind of discredits the work that the artist put in. I think it's more uh, along the lines of being immersed in the culture versus just being really good at, at something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I, 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 I understand the point that is trying to be made. I still disagree. You disagree in the context of it being applied to logic. I think I just this particular with, project. 
Yeah, you, because that's what it started off as is this particular project. So I disagree with it being in this particular project. Okay, okay, now, but you, you get what I'm you get what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, you yeah, right. yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but, I, but also I don't agree with that being with every artist as well. Because mm, we don't need that. You couldn't possibly because you 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 the biggest your old Drew fan there is. And your old Drew got more, dare I say, rhythm than Logic. I'm gonna have to listen to this project and see. <laughs> right. Like I said, I right. That's why I had the Euro Drew above the logic. Because I was like, man, do I really like this more? Did this really resonate with me more than the Euro Drew? And I was like, nah, I did. I mean, what? I understand, man. You y'all have to listen to the project. I for it's hard to say that when you hit a project and you be like, this sound, it, it's I can't explain it, man. Like I'll let y'all hear it and then we can talk about it once everybody's here. But I disagree with the comparison of the two albums. It, it doesn't logically make sense. Yes, it does. It's it's not about logic. It's about soul, man. It's like, it's 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 a certain Dude, thing. You know it when you hear it, man. No, it's because it's a, at, at the end of the day, it could be about production. Like, so you mean, so who's the, so the, the person that produced the music is not black? <laughs> like, what, what are we saying here? No, 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 no. It, it's it's the whole package. It's not just the production. Because I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know what soundtrack is. I don't know if he's black or white. Um, but and, and Logic did the most of production on his own album. But um, it's it's something else to it, man. It's something else to it. And and I don't know. We just gonna have to dis agree to disagree on this one because I hear it and it definitely influenced my ranking on my albums list. But it's a dope album, man. It's a dope album. I can't front. Like this is this is this is something that's going to be in my permanent rotation for all year. Speaking of the logic, <laughs> but I just felt I got a little extra something with the Lupe. And to the listeners out there who know what I'm talking about, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> let's let's get into let's dive into our segment, our what you bumping <laughs> segment, where I invite y'all to share with the listeners what you've been bumping for the week, whether it be new, old, or just something the listeners have not heard yet. So, Jerome, man, we ain't heard from you in a while, bro. This week, what have you been bumping? 60 seconds or less, because we kind of short on time. I've been bumping Toby Mugwangli. I've been bumping him for a minute. The only reason I've been bumping him because I'm trying to. Uh, make a mixtape, hype mixtape, and uh, yeah, the, the brother is dope, and I like his style, I like his creativity, and uh, yeah, that's about it, Toby. All right, uh, Reggie, man, what you been bumping? Um, Logic, uh, Montega, and Paul Wall in terminology. Oh, what you think of it? The uh, the Paul Wall. Oh, the Paul Wall was dope. I mean, okay. I've been a Paul Wall fan. I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan when they was, you know what I'm saying, sitting sideways and everything, but I understood the hype, you know, because that was just their time and their era. But since then, I mean, he lets you know that he can rap, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he's even got a song with Toby um, as wrong that's fire, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the dude can spit, that's undeniable. Um, so. I, it doesn't shock me. I'm just glad to hear him on a, a producer 
of of the caliber that he's you know of uh, what's his name um, status selector. Indeed, indeed, yeah, that was the surprise of the year for me. All right, um, Vince, man, this week, what you been bumping? The Lupe. Um, been doing some beat shopping, like I have the past three weeks to the month. Uh, I was listening to some Maya. I was listening to Maya. She's still making music, man, and it's good. Are you that new Maya? Oh, Maya, um... You know what I'm saying you. I didn't. Uh, you listen to a new project? Well, I mean, listen to like she didn't drop some stuff within the past couple years. You know. Okay. Uh, and it's really good. It's really good stuff. Uh, then I've had to listen to some Mario because the way he, I really thought a Mario was gonna kill dude on the uh, verses, and then. The way he showed up for the verses, I'm like, let me let me check Mario out because I was never really somebody that he was never a dude I seeked out to listen to R&B wise. But like, dude is talented, man. Like, he really can sing. But I listened to him. I listened to some Tank, like early Tank, not the Tank that, not controversial Tank, but like some early stuff because I was trying to. Cause I heard like a reference of him and, and Jamie Foxx sounded similar, so I just wanted to see where that was, and they do have some similarities. And then that made me start listening to some Jamie Foxx. Then I ended up listening to some R. Kelly. I was all over this week. Oh, well mentioned. Oh yeah, that, I mean, I mean, I mean, Keith Sweat. No, you said it right, R. Kelly. <laughs> you weren't around a school when you were bumping this, were you? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in Phoenix, so like that. Anything <laughs> goes in Phoenix. Yeah, it's pedophiles in Arizona. It's more. It's yeah. more actually. <laughs> it's more actually, but yeah, I was just all over the place, man. Oh, um, I started listening to some of that Alex Isley album. What do you think? Oh, I, I mean, I love her. Like, I love what she does. She does this, like, she knows how to isolate certain tones that mm-hmm. that's pretty, um, pretty interesting. Like, the way she isolates the tones, it it, it adds any an emotion to it that's pretty dope. So, like, I like how she does that. But I only heard like the first three songs. So, but so far, I'm I, I'm enjoying it. All right, all right. Jamil, man, this week, what you been bumping? We're bumping that um, Sebastian McHale, the I See You, You See Me album off of uh, Vince's suggestion. I, I, I did like that. He do kind of got like a Miguel type of quality to him. So uh, that's a shout out to Vince for that suggestion. Um, also, I was listening to Method Man, Red Man, Blackout. I was trying to figure out why I didn't like Malpractice, and I think that might have been the reason. Cause I was comparing it. Um, also, was bumping uh, the Mad Villain from uh, Abstract Orchestra. Oh, nice, nice. That's a nice little instrumental project. Mm-hmm. All right, for myself, I was bumping, of course, the Lupe Drill Music and Zion. I've been bumping that on constant rotation. I've been bumping uh, Killer Army, Dirty Weaponry. Uh, just getting back to my roots. Uh, I was also bumping. Y'all ever heard his rapper name Wiki? Wiki, Wiki, uh, W I K I. Nah, 
Okay, he's got an album out called Half God. That's that's pretty dope. He's this Puerto Rican dude out of NYC. And I was also bumping um, Micah Nine, uh, American Nightmare. Uh, I needed some some inspiration to write, so uh, I, Micah Nine is one of my go-to's for that. Very underrated MC. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been bumping. So, uh, Jamil, did you have any album anniversaries for us for this? Yeah, man. Two and a half hour uh, show we got. <laughs> I mean, hey, gotta get people what they want on the, on the season finale. Uh, celebrating 15 years, Feral Mont's Desire. Uh, celebrating 20 years. This is a rapper we don't talk about very often, but it was a huge project. Uh, celebrating 20 years this year or this week Nellyville oh wow still ain't never heard that album uh, celebrating 25 years um, you got a bunch of albums that came out this day this week um, Beat Nuts Stone Crazy uh, Craig Mack Operation Get Down Lady of Ray's Necessary Roughness and Twista Adrenaline Rush Ooh. celebrating awesome. 25 years all right, all right. Some Chris will bring back um, grammar school days. We talked about <laughs> right, right. <laughs> twenty five years ago, man. I got my twenty year uh, class reunion this year too. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, man. So there you have it. That is our season finale. I'm probably going to try to sneak in one last little bonus episode. Uh, before I officially, you know, close out the season. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but man, gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for uh, hopping on, yeah. staying on late, sharing your uh, your input. This was a great uh, spirited conversation. I love those. I, I love it when we disagree on stuff for some reason. And it definitely makes the show what it is. Um, because this is the end of the season, I'm going to take a little hiatus for a couple of weeks. Uh, I got to go out to BC next week, take care of some business. And, um, hi, Rico. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, DC is where it's at, man. It's where it's at. (laughs) DC is Uh, definitely ready. I am glad to. I am glad to be back after a minute, you know. Um, Almost done, man. You you got it. You got we 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 got to we got to get you back on again, bro. We got to get bro, you man, back on again. They, I got woke up. At, I, I still got woke up at four o'clock in the morning. So <laughs> I think uh, once in a while, but it, it was good, man. It was good, man. You, you need to make a segment called Bar for Bar and uh, compare each rapper from bar to bar. Like if you disagree with something, because there's a whole bunch of rappers out there that I think that is better than most other rappers that we uh that we uh compare against each other too because i like oh, yeah. that concept i like yeah. that concept j cole will lose to andre 3000 though <laughs> i think that's another that's another that's a whole nother well, right we can't even get in that's a whole nother we ain't got time for that but, but, but I, I thank y'all once again man and with that i'm gonna say peace and i'm gonna bid y'all to do all right, man. See y'all later. Peace. All right, peace, 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 peace. Sitting hip hop, I let my tip pop, and if I hit the switch, I can make that snap drop, and you don't stop. And you don't stop. Never eat your pig, cause your pig is a cop. I got the rap patrol on the gap patrol, baby.
Guys love me long time like two pop songs. Like bro, like so, like tro, like so. And if you don't know, now you know. Life's like a soundtrack I wrote to the beat When the streets keep calling Heard it when I was sweet T-O-N-P-T-O-N My city mobbing in the streets This is my part Nobody else speaks Stop. Once I'll get out, y'all, it's hip-hop. 